We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh. And welcome to the 4K1G fishing show on this absolutely awesome station in this fantastic town of ours. And what a beautiful morning it is. Good morning, Mr. Gazza. How are you, my friend? Good, Marty. How are you? Mate, I am fantastic. I'm I am excited. Along. I am uh, 
You're working all More anxiety than excitement because as as soon as the show finishes here, I've got a week off, but I am not going fishing. Alas, I'm not going shopping. I am going painting, So, which is my trade, as you know. For a week. um, Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a beach house. For a mate. And bow bow girl. Mate's rates. Mate's rates, yes. And um, it's a big job. It's, it's It's a big, big beach house so um but i'm looking forward to it a though. big job well well how big it's a full house timber internal external the whole show you got your spray gun or your no brush no and no roller? she's all brush and roller on this one is that, it yeah yeah it's too open on the ocean yep just because it's, it on, it's right on the esplanade there at Belgo. yeah and um and overspray and, and houses next door aren't a good mix. Why worry about so. overspray, mate? No painters do. Oh, there's an early attack. Where are we? We uh, are 33 seconds past 7 o'clock. Into the show. And we have absolutely do smashed the paint fraternity. So I am Morning sorry, Marcus. Team. Sorry, boys. Kyle, All of our Bruce. Nick Favitt lads. Yeah, Kyle and Bruce. So, yeah, yeah. So off yeah. I go and... I went and I ordered a couple of my favourite paintbrushes are Purdy. Um, that's what I used to use with my trade. And Purdy so, paintbrushes. Purdy, P-U-R-D-Ys. Yeah. So I ordered a couple because I can't find them anywhere here. So, um, so I really, got, yeah, yeah. So I ordered a couple off the net. <clears throat> they mustn't be that good if Kyle and Bruce aren't using them. Marcus well, and the boys. Monarch and the and the. Is it out of their the, league? Is it? Are you trying to trap me into saying is it, something? Is it like now? Don't don't get offended, fellas. Is it like you using a Conquest reel and them using Abu 5.6s? The Abu 5.6s <coughs> work just fine. But not as smooth as the Conquest. The Conquest is just a bit smoother. So your if you want to use that analogy. So your paintbrush hmm. is much better than theirs. So what do theirs do? Leave hairs? They're probably using purdies as well. No, it's just the way they shape. Do they the leave hair? Cut in with them and I use the um, Bunnings brushes five for five dollars. Yeah. But I'm forever. And the, and the paint finish shows that. No, just the bl- the black bristles still stuck in the paint, <laughs> left behind. The best of the best brushes often lose um, a couple of hairs a- as they go along. A bit like yourself. Yes. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> until they're completely, absolutely bald. So you're going to be painting on the Esplanade up at Balgal and not fish looking out to the ocean? I will have my head in the game for, for work and... Um, hard. So, and then next Saturday I'm still here because uh, the job won't be done. It depends. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, it's like there's 400 windows on this thing, so there's a lot of work <laughs> with it. Well, you'll um, come in to do the show next week. Oh, I am go coming straight in. back. Yep, I am coming. In. And I, I said that Beck, Beck said maybe you should have it, and I said no because I'll need a break. I'll yeah. look forward to coming in on Friday night and and going back. So that'll be good. And uh, I have to pay for some toys, Gaza. You do, mate. You're spending oh. a bit. Yeah, yeah. My my, um, my new Apex 16 turned up through the week. It did? So that's all paid for. Have you and fitted it yet? No, it's just sitting there. How can you just leave it? As soon as they turn they, up. I can't do anything. As soon as the sounders turn up, I've got to go, I've got to fit this. I can't. I didn't have time. I had a huge week this week because I've I done my... Uh, you went out west? Yeah, i done my western run. So um, And that takes it out of me, that, because there's a lot of travel in a fairly short amount of time yep. and so forth. And then... Uh, and while I was out there, I brought a boat. I brought um, a, my little... Um, Another boat? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be... You know how we all have these aspirations. I'm going to get a crab and tinny or it's going to be my this tinny or it's going to be my... So I, I had that moment. This is going to be my this tinny. And I couldn't knock it back because I, I got it nice and cheap. It was 2700 Mate, you stole it off the bloke, Oh, to be honest. A, 
It, it's got a brand spanner. It's got five hours on it. Uh, what motors on it? Twenty horsepower Yami four stroke. Four stroke brand spanner. And you paid twenty seven hundred for the whole setup. For the trailer, whole, boat, motor. The whole show. I couldn't knock it. You back. ripped and him. He lives out at Richmond. Oh, you really ripped him. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the story with it, and it's quite an interesting story because well, it I, is for you. Well, probably not for him. No. But so anyway, yeah, yes. So and it's got a fantastic trailer, and it's a, a Quintrex Dart. It's called a beautiful dart. little boat. Yeah, yeah. This dart. is a three seven five Dart. Yeah. Um. So they've got all the provisions already welded in for the floor in the middle. Um. So I just got to cut out a floor to put on it, and then I want a front casting deck. So I'm, I was thinking I'll go and see Ben. Um. Big dog. Big dog fabrications and so forth. But how this come about, and it's it, it's a bit <coughs> of an interesting story. But remember. Of a, a month or two ago, I put the um, put that um, photo of my mate's boat up, the destroyer. The destroyer, yes, yes, yes. 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 So anyway, I only put it on our page until I got it into my hands. I yeah. wanted it, right? So anyway, um, Steve gave me a call. I said, "Right, boat's ready to go." Blah blah blah. So it came in, and it was absolutely glamorous. It's this it was thing a beautiful was, boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it. Yeah. Anyway, so. I put it on the sell swap and sell buy pages, and within an hour, uh, I had a heap of comments on it and, and PMs. Hey mate, blah 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 blah. And then this one guy, Mackay, said, Look, "I want the boat done." The market obviously due to scams and whatever. I'm not going to give you a deposit, but you know, look me up. This is who I am. I'm going to yep. be here. And I just got this sense, like, yeah, okay, this guy's genuine. So I, I marked it as sold. The problem being is that he couldn't get here until the following Saturday. So this was Monday, not the Saturday, but the yeah. following. So that was almost two weeks from the moment he said, I'm going to take it. I said, mate, I could sell this boat three or four times in that time. So yeah. don't mess me around. And he was meeting me directly after the show last, last week. Yeah. Anyway, true to his word, uh, 5 to 11, rocks up from Mackay. All right. Job done. So I'm, um, I'm got the boat there in the ring. I said, "Well, we'll hook it up." And it was a hundred knots last weekend. Yeah, it was horrible. And um, I said, "We'll go down to the Ross and we'll take this thing for a test drive and go and have a bit of fun with it." And he goes, "No, I haven't got time. I just want to pay for it now. It's oh, mine. Good. I'm taking it." I'm like, yeah, "I'll take that. Yeah, definitely. I had things to do." So he's like, I'll give it to you. Uh, I'll take it right now. Give me the paperwork, sign, sign. I said, oh, yeah, good job. I said, I can't let you go, though, obviously, until the money is in Steve's account because I'm responsible for this. And they're in. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's no worry. I've got it covered. So then he goes to his car and he pulls out $28,000 in $50 friggin' bills. From under his seat. And I'm like, dude, I live in Garbutt. Hide that. <laughs> Hide that. <laughs> He's so waving it around his head out on the road. I'm surprised well, he's still I said, alive. I don't want that, man. I said, I... That's, I and I, 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 yeah. don't, I, I felt like um, I don't know a child because I'm like that's a lot of money that gives me a bit of anxiety. Especially you. Yeah, yeah. So it's a twenty-eight bloody k. So I'm immediately I'm thinking the whole lot on black. I feel it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mate. You never know. Oh, yeah. Double it. Anyway, so I I wouldn't let him go until it was counted. Counted. And he was good with that. Yeah. So, and to count $28,000 and $50 bills at a time, that's not a two-minute exercise. There is – that's a good 40 minutes. I bet you did and not – And you know how 50s stick together? Yeah. They stick together something shocking. Anyway, long story short there, we got through it eventually and we both signed, yeah. say, he had given me this money, I had given him the money, blah, blah, blah. The boat is now his responsibility and all that sort Boom. of stuff. Yeah. So that's that. 
So then <laughs> I've got this $28,000 and I'm on the house. I'm in the house all on my own. The kids aren't there, the wife's not there, and I'm just there. And then I'm thinking, what if this guy's got a mate who's coming to go and donk me on the yeah. head? Because <laughs> so, your dog won't protect you. No. no wow. He'll let me know that someone's there. Lars oh. will tell me, hey, Marty, there's someone there. But that's as far as we go, apart from that, lick him to death. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. So I, I called it. you, cool, and unfortunately, because I said, that, hey, Gazza, this is what's happened. Have you got a safe? And you're like, no, mate, I don't have a safe. No, no, so, so next best thing, mum and dad, casino, they love them. So yeah. said, mum, dad, need to put this money in the casino, yeah. safe, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, organise it so we put it into the casino. Because I didn't want it in the house, obviously. No. And, um, and that's where it, it stayed. And then... Um, yeah, it was. You know what the casino? Were you putting twenty eight thousand dollars in a safe at the casino? They would have thought that'll be ours within two days. That's exactly what they thought. And yes, then when sure. you went and got the whole lot out, they went, "Sure, ah. here's a free meal for Miss Songs." Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and that's exactly how they think because that's what it the is. eye rollers do. I walk in there with me pair of thongs that are flicking off because I've got no toe. And <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so that's that done. And um, but. The story was behind, you know, when you sell a boat for a mate or whatever, they say, here, take a spotter's fee, here's a, here's a green yeah. for you and everything. Um, I knew he had this tinny, so I yeah. said, well, give me a really, really good price on the tinny. I don't want anything for selling the boat for you. Yeah. And he said, yeah, right, no drama. He said, how about 2700 It was actually, it was three grand, but yeah. I had to put a bit into it to sell it because the fuel had been sitting in there for yeah. like 12 months without running, so I had to put a, a fuel... Yeah, like inhibitor an, with yeah. it and fuel it up and 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 do this with it and do that with it. So I brought it down, and he was happy with that, and and I got the boat. So yeah, and you got a little tinny for twenty seven hundred, and I got this little tinny for twenty seven hundred on a trailer. On a trailer, it's a cracker. Beautiful. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I drive it home from um, from Richmond, which is always. When you buy something brand new, especially a boat, when, when you buy not brand new, but when you yeah. buy something and you've never had it before, the last thing you want to be doing is travelling with it on the Richmond to Hewenden Road and then another five hours home. So I, I travelled with this thing for seven hours yeah. and I'd never towed it before. I didn't know what the bearings were like or whatever. So uh, That's the scary bit because if yeah, it sat sure. in his shed for a year and a half, and like the bearings are probably okay. They're, well, he tested, he checked the bearings for yeah. me. He did say that. But do you, when you drive, and I still do it to this day, mm -hmm. even if I'm going to Morrissey's or the Horton or if I go to Hinchinbrook, um, every time I am towing my boat and I stop either to get out and get a coffee or have a pee or whatever yeah. you do, I walk around the boat and I touch my hub, Definitely. the hubs, just Definitely. to see if they're boiling hot. Warm is fine. Yeah, they should be warm. Fine, but not glowing red. No, because then you're in trouble. And yeah. it is a pain in the backside, which poses a really good question. Yes. Right? And I know for the likes of Gavin Miles does it. Yes. Right, And I should be someone who does it because it's a bane to my existence. Why don't we have a spare the whole show? I used to do that when I used to travel. Why with don't the boat. we do that? Just stick it in the back of the car. You got your whole hub. Bang, you got the yes. bearings ready. Because when you do your bearings on the side of the road, it is always a head mess. There yeah. is so much involved. If you if you're on your own, for instance. Your yes. boat's got to stay there, or you've got to call a mate and say, hey, come and watch my boat for me. Well, I used to, if I did my Northern Territory trips back back in the day, yeah. I would have a whole hub yeah. bearing pack. To, but Can I, I be honest with you? Yeah. 
I can't change my bearings. I don't know how to do it. I've never done it. I don't trust myself. And I know it's probably a simple thing. It, it's not it because is simple, I'm, but you've still got to be um, switched on with it. I think so. I mean, yeah. my, my mate Ash does mine. Yeah. And he is proficient. And it's not a two-second job. There's a bit involved with it. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, there is. You get covered in grease. Well, he's brought one of them new bearing pack packers. packers and whatever now, which is a good thing. Yeah. So. Uh, mate, it, it's it's a necessity and you have to check them. And I, I'll put my hand up and say, yeah, I've been caught out. I, I got caught out down at um, Morrissey's once. So I, yeah. I drove all the way down there Yeah. and then parked my car, went fishing for the day, yeah. came back and looked at my tyre on my trailer and went, that looks a bit crooked and kicked it and it Boop. fell off. Yeah, yeah. And then there I was. Yeah. Like, it was pretty wobbly. If it fell off, that means it could have come off completely on the highway. On the highway, yeah. It was, but it, that's a really serious one. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Like, it had collapsed coming into the boat ramp. Most time when your bearings collapse... I you, had to leave it there. She turns on the near 45, yeah. but... It stays on there, and you obviously yeah, it hear stayed it there. I, enough for you to pull I had up. To, I got it back down the, the ramp, put the boat on, and had to leave the boat down there. there was, luckily See, that's there was, a really crappy thing to have to there do. There was some old dude there um, camping, and I said, mate, can I, I've got to go back to Townsville now. Mm. And good old Chris O'Shez's other half um, came down, and he did. He looked after it for me. He was good as gold. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, and that, I, I'm not ashamed of myself, but I, I, I kick myself for not knowing that. I should have. I, I can now, do mine. Especially like, being that yeah. I spend so much time on the highway. and Now that it's coming up to summer, and as we know, barra season closes, and then on the water is so stinking hot to be on the water, this is the time. Yeah, to do um, a little bit. To do all that. For um, sure. And what I like doing, like with my boat, I like taking my boat off the trailer. Yeah. And I use um, some stuff called Tiktol. Yes. And spray my axles, my springs, all the nuts and bolts. Does the job for you? Yeah, all underneath the boat. And that's probably why I got 14 years or 13 truck. years out of my old Redco on yeah, my that's, old boat. that's like a, a human living to 128. Yeah, so, so yes, so maintenance is is, um, key. Obvious, is key. So yeah. even fresh water, you, if you think, oh, yeah, I'm, I only fish in fresh water, um, yeah, you've still got to do that stuff. Water still gets in there, and if your boat sits, everything rusts. Yeah, of course. And stuff like that. Of so, course. so yeah, your bearings are. But coming so back from So you used to Richmond, say that you used to have a whole hub. Yes, I did. When I went, why, why don't you keep doing that? Well, I'm only going to Hinchinbrook or Morrissey's or stuff like that. Yeah, but that's that. when it happens. Like and most most serious fatalities happen going to the corner shop. Yeah. Well, I I used to see when you start travelling and, and towing boats long distances and other people do it, I've seen blokes that um, have the axle stub welded onto a plate on their trailer. Yeah. And then they've got the whole shooting match on there, the tyre onto the hub, onto that. So, see, you can just pop that off, slide it straight onto your axle. The whole gut, the, the whole, whole job. The whole thing, yes. And then worry about it when you get out. See, but, I'm going to do that. I am going to do that. But remembering... Because I don't care who you are. Yeah. It's always... Like, for me, there's no time frame on no, it. But, so we are changing our bearings more, because I'm paranoid. I'm probably changing my bearings six months before I need to. Yeah. But I haven't had a problem in five years. Yeah. But remembering... One of my one of my first trailers on my old Brooker didn't have brakes on it. Yeah. Whereas these days most trailers over that carry sure. over seven hundred and fifty kilos or something have to have brakes. So there's yep. 
With the, your tabs wouldn't need brakes, would it? Yes. Yeah, it's it's a heavy old setup when she's lo- fully loaded up on a trailer. Yeah, so, I yeah. suppose. So when you when you're doing, do ch- you feel the brakes working on your car? Because they're so hit and miss. Wide trailers, uh, oh, brake trailers, are, are just you yeah. know ninety percent of the ones down at the ramp. The wires is dangling and this. Yeah, and that. no, mine, mine. Well, it's a new trailer. The, the of gang course. at Rising Sun Marine hooked me up with that aluminium trailer now. So Quintrex is one of the best trailers on the market. It's a beautiful I've got to tell trailer. You, they are crackers. And it's it's so nice um, to tow, mm. and it's so nice to use. Mm. Um, All right, million dollar question. Yeah, and then we'll go back. Bearing buddies or not bearing buddies? Uh, I've used them and lost them since not using buddies. No, I, my, I don't. Uh, my success rate is much better. Hundred percent better. Bearing buddies for me, gone. Yeah, I I had some once, and then after about. 10 trips down to the ramp and bouncing over roads and you walk around your trailer and go, where's that bearing buddy gone? I can't – I don't so know no. how that come off because they're so hard to get on. I know, but they do. Wow. Yeah. So, so no, you, I you, – To the point where you think you've got the wrong size. This is never going to go in. on. Yeah. So, so, yes, I've used them. Have I got them now? No. Will I get them? Probably not. No, I don't think I'll go back to – Mate, there's a lot there's, of – Sorry, a lot of the guys um, these days, and I think I'm not sure whether it's Reese or one of the boys that I've spoke to, have the oil-filled um, Bre- bearing set up these Brendo, days. Brendo, with his Renegade, yep. his American Renegade, had oil-filled that come from, over from the States yep. with the oil-filled. They are insane. Yeah, so... Them things are Would really, I do really that? Good. Probably not. It's just maintenance, isn't it? you just got to maintain your stuff. Well, apparently with the bearing buddies, where people make a mistake, less is more with them. Don't squirt that much grease in there that it starts pushing out because then you're just putting pressure on all the seals. Well, the back the, seal's the most important. Yeah, and that because if you've got too much grease in there, the back seals are pushed out, allows water in, and then, lo and behold, yeah. you're on the side of the road. Yeah, so that back seal on the inside of your trailer yeah. is the most important to get right. But I'm with you. I pull up at a servo or something, yeah, and, I, and I do the little... Or if you know them lights in the middle of our... With all these roadworks at the moment. Yeah. See that one going just outside of town here? What is going on with that? that is oh, just roadworks like, everywhere. Bowen. Yeah, but that thing's been going on since 1988. It's just, come on, fellas. Yeah. Knock it over. So, so yeah, a little bit of trailer maintenance. But now coming up to summer, yeah, um, where fishing won't be done as much because it's so hot, the northeasterly wind's coming. Really? You, you, oh, the, <coughs> you, you can't it. knock up. Knock, well, but... The jack fishing for me, and it's it's something I really look forward to because oh, I'm I, over jacks, mate. I, I buy I bypass. <laughs> I'm not even giving you. The, I bypass the jacks now because I want barrows, right? Yeah. But I love jack fishing, so it's, oh, I'm past it, mate. You get the holy grail. That's all I need this year. Don't need to chase them anymore. Sick of watching. Undersized jacks get caught on YouTube. Keep going, and I'm going to be the more popular one out of the pair, Gaz. <laughs> no, I don't do a lot in summer because it is warm, and I don't do much night fishing. I don't go down the harbour or anything. No, like it, you do. no, and I'm surprised by that. That is my. Oh, that is once my... upon a time, I it was like you. I lived down the harbour right. when I had the tackle store. Yeah, crikey, I was down there mm. every full moon. I'm not like that no more, obviously. No, I was. But back back then, and this is a really strange thing, and you look at the weather we've had for the last three weeks. It oh. has been blowing its ring off. Sure. But yes. it, it just seems really strange that when I had the tackle store, which was in the mid-90s to the early 2000s, yeah. every full moon 
mm. in winter was a glass out and freezing cold, and that is let's get down the harbour yeah, and yeah. troll the rock wall. Yeah, you're shivering while yeah. you're trolling. But the how big many glass jumper. out nights have you had down this the harbour? This year, yeah, not out of thirty attempts, <clears throat> two, not a lot. Two, Whereas three. you could guarantee the full moon back then, yeah, um, you could get down there. And back in those days, um, everyone was down there trolling yeah. that that Ross Riverside, and there'd yeah. be Jesto, there'd be Coombsy, there'd be yeah. the Riddler was down there, Eddie was down there, and and yeah. um, myself, and yeah. and everyone Jesto, all the boys, Dave Killley, yeah, but everyone was courteous, and you just have a nice big circle going of a troll, mm. and there was some massive fish down there back oh, in the day, Golly. Huge. Caught some well, I started with Millsy, and then yep. from Millsy, obviously with Dave. Yeah, um, I was lucky enough to to um, Dave Killerly, and I learned a lot. D- Dave does it completely different to how I do it now. I well, everyone does. Yeah, everyone does. But when I first started, we were trolling with nylon traces because that's just what we thought. That was our yeah. mentality, and we used to knock up our own. I used to love doing. Did it. Did you get the Halco heat wire where you used yeah, to twist and do it, it all and myself? Do it yourself, yeah, 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 definitely, and. Um, we, we caught fish, you catch fish, but there was no such thing as jig trolling no. or this or that. And she was straight out the back with uh, normally Dempsters, George Dempsters, and trolling along. Well, we, and back and in we the, had our success. Back in the day, we had the barab- the big, long baits, Dave's big, long baits. Well, that's what I started using and we, with Dave. We had the big Nils Master Invincibles, and then we also, the RMG Scorpions had just come out back in the day then. Yes. And um, we used to troll a three-metre scorpion along there. And, oh, we got some yeah. huge fish there. I don't – I used to love using the big six-inch Invincibles, Nilsies. Yeah, beautiful. They're really – they're just a classic-looking lure, um, gorgeous-looking. For me, for my money, the, the, the paint jobs on the Nils Masters uh, – it's brilliant. You know, the, it's hard. Even like, like now, today, you pull out of the packet one their fluoro. You know, their yeah. their orange top, silver sides. Beautiful. That is just crisp. And Tackle World have got a good range of Nilsies on the wall. And, yeah. And you know the good thing about Nils Masters, and and the Nils Master lures come from Finland back in the day, all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, they haven't ventured into the flashy holographic, flashy. No. type stuff they've stayed with the standard paint yep. your standard colors and then no flashy see-throughs yeah or, nothing yeah, like and you that. know what and, and i was having a, a chat with ryan tully who's changed my opinion on it because it, it doesn't do it for me the holographics no. the 3ds the clears does absolutely nothing for for me but he sort of he you know quite often when you catch a barrel when they're feeding they've got glasses in them yeah. Glassies are see-through. They are see-through fish. And he said, you're just matching that sort of a hatch. They, they, you, because it's not appealing to you, or you think, oh, I'm, I can't see that in the water. Complete opposite for the fish. Yeah. So now I'm like, and which is, and he's <clears throat> given that ideas to the likes of Berkeley and so forth. So a lot of the Berkeley lures coming out now are clears and so forth. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? Next time I'm at a drain, I'm going to throw one of these holographics. I'm going to throw it out. Yeah. Forgetting the fact that if I throw a bloody spearhead in there, I'll probably get yeah, nailed yeah. In, a, well, in, in 30... Because they caught 4 million barrows before anything yeah. else ever well, come out. Well, some of the Yuzuri's, Yuzuri's the guys, the guys that Yuzuri sent us up to use... Yeah. There's holographic and there's hard 
solid Beautiful paint looking lures. So they've got their, <coughs> their holographic-y yes. um, see-through range. That's my deep voice today. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they've also got your standard paint run yeah. of a, a, a yellow back with white sides and stuff like that. For sure. And they all work a treat. But we know as fishermen, um, you could throw a teaspoon into a drain if they're hungry and they want it and it lands beside them, it don't matter what you throw oh, in there. Oh, I'm disagreeing with you there. No, mate, just no. Look, look at the old 303 shell. There's, I, yeah. there's still blokes in the Territory who throw them around and catch barras. I know, but... It, I know, no. but it's it still... If anything's hungry, they eat it. If it lobs beside them... To a degree, yeah, when they're, they're in that they're mode, but it. very, very rarely are in that sort of a mode. Yeah, but I'm not saying if they're in that no, no, sit I know in the snag or sit on a ledge mode, but if they're hungry, it doesn't matter what drops beside You're them. not going to start your tournament with a 22 bullet. No, I'm not going to well, throw... Well, you probably a, win it. I'm <laughs> not going to throw a 303 bullet around at the start of the tournament, but in, in saying no, that... I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just... Uh, it, you just look at it and go, boom. In it goes. He's yeah. hungry. And you know yourself, sometimes you lob a lure in, and as soon as it hits the water, it's down at score. Yes, and they, they haven't they recognised so what colour it is, They are so hungry. They've seen it coming it yep. and just gone, boom, bang, I'm on you. Yeah. I was, just, I was uh, listening to Drew M um, a week or so ago, and, um, and one of his older ones yeah. where he's flicking his frogs in under the thing, and he said what ignites them is that the skipping on the way in. Yep. That's the door. That's the dinner bell. So they, this thing goes over the top of them, and then they immediately ignite it, and they'll hunt that down then. Yeah. They're, they're onto it. So he, he said, when you uh, lob in there with a lure, and it just goes, and lands there, sure, if it's there, it's going to nail it. In the yeah. Right. But by flicking it in there and making a whole lot of noise and announcing its yeah. arrival, your, your catch rate or your interest rate is heightened. Boy, a hell of a lot. Well, there's something about that that <clears throat> like the the skip fishing. If you're not oh, I love if you're it. not worrying about filling your esky, bringing the feed oh, home, it's so much fun. It yeah. is so much fun, so much fun. Look, we, we've got to be honest. For the unless when they're in that mood, every you'll hook up every time. Oh, mate, it's interesting because um, before the Barabash, when me and Kayleen went up to Hinchy, <clears throat> it was in a creek and we were, fi- we were just drifting down the creek, luring the edges you do, nice drain yeah. coming up, and there was a boom in the mouth of this drain. And then threw a couple of hard bodies and threw a couple of prawns in it and nothing, so we moved on, boom, there he was again. So I went back, yeah. threw the prawn in again, not slow rolled it out of this gutter, nothing, and I had the frog already hooked up. Yes. Threw this frog in, went across the bang got it it yeah. was 54 or 55 yeah but first cast with the frog 10 casts with the prawn. that's you you're done and and i went oh, what but if we could work that out that's a million dollar question a million um you never know so so yeah it's it's an interesting thing how hungry they get and and over near the Haycock fact that I, you can fling it right in there and not have to worry about well, snags. Well, this was an open drain. I just yeah. went up the drain and just walked him out, and it would have travelled a foot and a half, and boom, it was disappeared in a hole. Yeah, you'll be happy so, with that. So, yeah, it's an interesting thing with, with your fish like that. How i seen one um, not long after I got my eyes done a couple of years ago. I was up there with Kayleen again. Right. And we were near Haycock Island. I could actually see this barra in the tree. Yes. Normally I could never Hallelujah. see that. I know. It was amazing. Well, I've spoke about how Brother good Gary, man. My my silicon lenses in my eyes, bionic eyes. Um, I seen this barra in there, and I had a had the frog, 
and I threw it past him and went over his nose and he lit up. It wasn't 10 cars to get him to light up. No. It was the first cast. I dropped it because it smashed it and then took off back into the sticks and jumped and pulled the hooks, which you do a lot on on um, weedless single hooks. For sure. Um, but, yeah, he just exploded. And then um, I've had them come from 15 foot away across the shallows and nail a, a frog. How good's that? Oh, it's so good. But, yeah, it's an interesting thing and it is a great way to fish. <clears throat> and if you want to watch... Um, some awesome frogging stuff. It is Drew and um, Jimmy Falkenberg. Yeah, yeah. I can sit there and watch Jimmy's skipping his prawns, uh, his frogs in all day yep. and just whining. Jimmy's out. coming on the show soon. The, yeah. um, the footy's finished. Um, yep. We're going to have Reese Bullimore on the show. Yeah, Reese. A little bit political. I, I, I'm going to embrace it. I haven't spoken to you about it. I kind of want it. <laughs> if I put you on the spot there Yeah, yeah, it's good mate You and Reese organise the show without know it, me knowing <laughs> no, I said I want him on the show um, uh, Just uh, just re- regards to a few Plus, we, we got an invite To the dam To the stocking So that that is going to be very, very exciting um, for us Ryan from Hooked Apparel's coming in I think on the 21st of October To sit with us Beautiful. in the studio so Oh, well that would be we good got fun a full Full What's on leader. their show today? We're going to call Russell next week from Bite Me Lures. Yeah, they look so, look a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll have Russ on and we'll, we'll, we'll have um, a bit of a chat. But this week, because it's getting close to that um, close of of barra season, saltwater season. Yes, um, and a lot of people like going to Faust and Tinaroo and the weir. We're going to do a bit of freshwater barra today. Okay, and we've good got idea. probably um, one of the gurus and one of the founders of frogging. If you want to talk about frogging, yeah, yeah, um, this guy was doing it twenty years ago. Yes. Um, in the impoundments. Um, so Jace Wilhelm's going to join us at 9 o'clock. And we'll have embrace that. And we'll have a chat. Because um, if you want to watch some really old, poor quality YouTube stuff, um, watch Jace's stuff about his frogging. Because he was throwing um, frogs at barras in, in dams 20-odd years ago when he was guiding on them. And, yep. and it was just a... And then the secret got out. Yeah. So, uh, so probably one of the early, early, early froggers... Um, and we'll talk about impoundments because um, that's where a lot of us will head mm. um, in the close season down to Faust. And I know later on, um, end of November or early December, I'm going to head down there after the show for about three days um, and see how I go. Try and get something over 50 centimetres. Good on you. Gazza, how fast did that first half hour go? It Look goes quick, Marty, when fast. we speak crap. And we've just broken a new record because we've had 27 different topics. We have digressed. Like oh, we nothing do. else. But the trailer one is speaking very, of hopping. <clears throat> the trailer one is um is super important. Make sure your rollers um in in the off season. Well, we might cover that a little bit more when we come back. All right. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Let's go to a new song. It's growing on me. I'm, I'm not a big you fan. You stole one of mine. Of, yeah. No, I didn't steal. But I actually enjoy it. Let me get uh, everything ready. Sit back and enjoy, Gaz. Open bars 
And Saturday night playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now on your two deadly radio station 107.1 FM 4K1G Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares Performance parts, tools and accessories spare parts and the best prices in town Cheaper Auto Spares locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building Ingham Road Carpet Station Sponsor don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999 900 station sponsor 
Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Picture this, a Saturday afternoon with a cheeseburger, a margarita and some Jimmy Buffett tunes. All at the Bowley Barn Beer Garden. 1 till 5pm, October 14. Fins up at the Bowley Barn for the Parrothead Party. Ah! Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday Morning Fishing Show. Thank you so much for joining Gaz and I. We have a ball on this program and we endeavour to bring you a little bit of fun. Take that call, Marty. We're taking a call? Well, all right. We will take Let's a call. Let's Did you just railroad me? Yep. Morning Fishing Show. Hey, Mal from Bluewater. A couple of bingo numbers. Thanks. Most certainly, Mal. I'll let Gaz sort it hey, out. Hey, Mal, you are number six, mate, and Helen is number seven. Six and seven, no worries. How's the wind up at Bluewater this morning? Yeah, it's a little bit breezy, but not too bad. But 16 uh, knots in the bay already down here, so uh, it'll be picking up during the day. Yeah. Good on you, Mal. You have a nice weekend. Yep, thank you guys. Bye. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. There's Mal from Blue Water, one of our regular ringer innerers. Yeah. Oh, that rolled off the tongue. Did you easily. like that? Now, and I must apologise to Miley Cyrus. Um, the whole hour break, you're saying that you're going to do some very nasty things to Miley, so a big apology to you. Yeah. Carry on, guys. Things with a microphone. It's mm-hmm. not the Miley Cyrus tribute show, you know. Um, Ren has, good old Ren has sent us a uh, message. Morning, Ren. In. Morning, Ren. He is. On the road to Cape Upstart at the moment, listening to another great NQ fishing show. Have a Phew. good weekend, boys. You too, Ren. And he's, uh, he's got his boat packed there, so it looks like he's uh, going down to Cape Upstart for he's the He's in for a big one. I bet he's got a mate who's got a hut down there. Yes. And he's going to stay at the hut. How lucky. Why not? What a good life. Good on him. What a life good if on you don't weaken. Well. That it, used to be one of my dad's sayings. What was that? What a life if you don't weaken. Really? Yep. Never heard of it. But you do weaken. I think it was a typical pommy scouser thing. I've never heard of it. Hmm. Um, trailer maintenance. Yes, we'll continue to me. on because we get get off topic so easily when we get going. Um, no, we do. Um, pulling my, when I take my boat off trailer, roll it off onto some tires, and then I said I do tactile around the yes. the springs and the axle and the hubs and as much as I can on that there. Um, any any orifices inside the trailer cavity? Yes. Um, any little holes? I spray in them. Yes. Um, and then um, check the rollers because there's nothing worse being at the boat ramp and your boat used to roll off without touching it, and now you've got to heave and push mm. um, for it to get off. So rollers are super important as well. And when they start getting cut into, um, when one of your rollers starts getting cut from the boat going backwards and forwards, obviously because it's not rolling, um, it will always just go into that and bang. So, And I know this is, most people are going to know this, but when you do go pick your uh, trailer rollers out, just make sure because there's fibreglass rollers. Yes. And then there's aluminium. Yes. Lunium, whatever you want to call Blue it. Blue and red. Yeah. Yeah, mm. definitely. So you've got to get the right... And the old black rubber one. Yes. 
Yeah, still around. Now they're getting a lot fancier, the yellow see-through ones and the red see-throughs and all that sort of thing. So very, very good. I must have a bit of a problem with my um, tyres because I've got new tyres on my big boat. Yes. And um, bigger. Anyway, um, I lose air out of them all the time, and they're new. So it's got something to do with the rims. Um, so it leaks out through the side of the yeah, rims. Yeah, they'll be... If my boat sits there for two weeks, I actually, on the highway, because I've got light truck tyres on my dual axle. Yeah, yes. So I run them at 55 pound PSI. So it's up there. Well, um, no, it, it, and he, that what I was going to cover on. Um, you you saying 55, only in the last two months have I started running mine up at 55. Yeah. I had them down. Boat tyres so much better. Yes, you're right. And. I was towing my boat, I forget where I was towing it, and then for some silly reason, I was at work, and I sat there and went, um, do you want to take that? Just in case it's someone talking no, about trailers. No one's flashing. Oh, it's gone it. off. Anyway, I was I googled what pressure you run in your boat trailer tyres. Right. Because... And we will say that, so sorry, because I want to get back to you. If you guys want to be part of the topic, if we see the phone flashing during one of our topics, yeah, we'll, we'll take it. We'll grab you. Yeah, 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 um, definitely. Because but just not if it's bingo numbers, but obviously... There's someone you know, really, in All right, the let's have a chat. So I was... I, I don't I start your conversation. I'm picking up the phone, Gaz. I googled it, and I morning fishing show. <laughs> morning. How are we this morning? Good. Who've we got? Ash. Oh, g'day, oh, hey, Ash. How are you, bud? Oh, fantastic. Yourself? Yeah, Good, excellent, mate. mate. Are you out at the mines or you home? Nah, I'm home at the moment. Ah, good on you. Good on you. you getting out? You in case? Nah, the weather's not that flash. No, it's not. Mind you, it was a bit confusing for me this morning because I come out and all my windows were frosted up. So I'm like, hmm. So it must have been fairly frosted still. in garbage. Yeah. Surprised you had windows left. Oh, my. You're going to get... <laughs> the, they know me there. Can you yeah. not? Yeah, they know now. You told them you had 20, 28 grand in your back pocket, so you'll be mugged when you get home tonight. <laughs> oh, no, it's gone. Yeah, they it's don't gone. care, mate. They'll still mug you. <laughs> Ash, please. What, what did you ring about, buddy? Ah, uh, just for a bingo number. Oh, you bloody idiot. He thought you was going to talk about trailer maintenance because he's admitted... Well, you do my bearings. He's admitted to us, Ash, this morning that he uh, he can't do bearings and palms it off to you. Oh, at least his boat trailer will move if I do it. <laughs> hey, yeah, mate, it does. Mate, what, um, what do you recommend? How often should you check or change your bearings on your boat trailer? I suppose it depends on how much you fish in the salt, but what what's your recommendations? I do mine... Once a year, every year. And that's change them out? That's fully changed. I just don't pull them out and repack them. I just put all new sets in. Yep. Yep. And are you a bearing buddies or not man? No, I don't like bearing buddies. I've had them before and like you were talking about earlier, the moment you put them on, the first corrugated dirt road, there goes, I don't know how much they are, 30 bucks a side. Yep. Yeah. Never to be found again where a $1 dust cap does the same job. Yep. No, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, no, it's it's an interesting. We were talking about so every every twelve months a whole replacement you do on yours. Sit down there and and rip them out, clean it all up, and put some newies back in. Yeah, that's generally. But if I do a lot more fishing, which I don't get to do so much with kids snap nowadays, but earlier on when I was doing a lot of fishing, I'd do them once every six months. But yep, I just pull them out, repack them once, and the second time I'd put a full new set in. Yeah, mate, it, it's well worth it, isn't it? It saves you the grief on the highway or at the boat ramp, um, just for the sake of a hundred bucks or hundred and fifty bucks. What a bear, couple of bearing kits cost you and some grease. So, well worth it every twelve months. 
Oh, definitely. I've, I've spent many times on the side of the road with other people's boats while they're gone to get bearings. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Hey, so uh, you would have heard at the start of the show the old um, Apex has turned up, the new sounder, buddy, so we've got to put a day aside. And, yeah, um, definitely we'll do that. Yeah, fit out both boats and so forth, which will be good. And then I'm going to take a little bit of time off uh, in October. So on that next swing, we're, we're going to do a couple of days up cattle, you and I. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So regardless of the weather, we are going. Yep. One thing I would suggest if you're talking about your boat tailor maintenance, um, I know a lot of people don't do, is simply just putting some grease or some anti-seize on your wheel nuts. Right. Yep. Threads. Because the amount of times I've gone to change people's tyres and they're that rusted on there because there's nothing on there to help protect the wheel nuts. If you can't get them off, you're totally buggered. Yeah, you are, mate. Good good, um, good point there. People, uh, It's sort of little things that people neglect. Yeah. I, I mainly use anti-seize myself, but in my trade and industry, is quite easy to get hold of. But yep. um, even simply just a little bit of boat bearing, your bearing grease is enough to help keep them lubricated and from rusting up. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Hey, as you're a fairly wise man and mechanically minded, do you lift the cowling of your outboard and give her a spray with a little bit of RP7 or lanolin or anything like that? No. No, you leave it? I leave it. Most most of your outboards come out with a protective coating on them already, unless the boat's getting old. Yeah. Your outboard's getting a bit of age and you start to see some rust. If you are, then yes, but other than that, I just leave it alone. Till service. Yep. All right, good job. Excellent. Hey, Ash, you're number 93 this morning, buddy. Gary's age. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. little stab in there, mate. Oh, I like we that. We had your name down on the uh, on Mal's thirty dollars meat voucher. Yeah, so. you were going to win a car then, mate. So a bit of bad luck there. Wait, uh, I'm just passing your number over to Gary now. <laughs> there oh. it goes. No, good <laughs> stuff. A couple of good tips there. Thanks, Ash. Not a problem. Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. <laughs> Bye, mate. There's Ash. See you, Ash. Um, very uh, cluey bloke. You certainly ripped that up a lot. Yeah, I did. I threw it. A very cluey, <coughs> cluey boat, uh, a bloke, um, Ash, except when he's with Casey and they can't get their boat started down at Morrissey's. Well. That's just an old things story. Things happen. Right? Some yeah. people forget to put their bungs in. Or no, well, bung. you know that little. Morning, Brucey. You know that, you little, well, buddy. that little black tab that you're supposed to have around your wrist. They Your motor goes much better when they're in. I reckon so, too. I Mate, reckon you, so. How many times have you been at the, uh, down the boat ramp and the, the little safety switches? Never. Uh, no, you've never never done it. Never done it. Never done it. But you know. I mean, I'm guilty. I'm very guilty for um, for the uh, wheel bearings. Wheel bearings. Very, good very, morning, very fishing show. Yeah, good morning, boys. How are you? Good, good Ernie. Ernie. How are you? I'm good, mate. Couple of numbers, buddy, for you, Ernie. You are number ninety. No, no. Sorry, Ernie is number eight, and Judy is number nine. Thanks very much, eh? Thanks, Thanks Ernie. See you, mate. Bye, mate. Yeah, very, uh, very interesting um, with Ash doing it. Every if you're yes. really busy on the water every six months, um, and then every twelve months if you, because it will save a lot of grief yep. and a lot of heartache, especially if that wheel comes off down the highway. Yeah. Um, who knows what can happen? Your trailer will drag on the road. Your skeg on your outboard will drag. You know what um, is a good product? The fish oil. It works. Yes. Uh, it's, it does stink. I, I used to spray my trailer in fish oil. Right. But I was sick of the 50 cats hanging around my boat every time around. I seen them That's all the time. That's a true thing. But, no, it was it was <coughs> cheaper. But I do like... 
The, the phone is flashing. Do we take it? Go I don't, on. I don't it's want... A, this if is it's a, a bingo number, you're in trouble. No, this is the last bingo number if it is. So right go, on. Marty. Good morning, fishing show. Uh, good morning, guys. How you going? Wonderful. Who do we have? Daniel. Hey, Daniel. What's on your mind this morning, buddy? Hey, mate, just with the trailer, um, yep. when you put your anti-seize on your nuts... To <laughs> Marty does anti-seize on his nuts regularly, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, just ignore him. My friend is a sexual fiend. <laughs> Are you there, Daniel? Hello? <laughs> he's ringing. Upset, Daniel. No, he's ringing back. His phone dropped out. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, get him back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Daniel, our apologies. <laughs> There's a phone call there. Have you got Sorry, it? I've got it. Good morning, fishing show. Yeah, I thought the anti-seize might have slipped onto your finger and hit the wrong button. That's exactly what happened, Daniel. <laughs> I thought that you hung up because you were uh, agitated with Gary's innuendos. <laughs> no, no, no. Mate, I'm ex-military, so um, innuendos was, was a way of life. <laughs> Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, you're listening to the wrong show if you don't like that. <laughs> Mate, what were you going to say about the antifreeze on on your nuts? <clears throat> on, on your on your trailers, um, especially with these new aluminium rims and that that they put on your boats, even with the new ones, put it between your hub and your wheel because they will actually um, seize onto each other. So you may get the nuts off, but you won't be able to um, get your the rim off. Rim off. Yeah, your rim off. I oh, I yeah. have a relative. I, I um. My trailer's only four years old, and I do regular maintenance on it. And then um, just on my last sort of servicing and that that I did, I went to take off the wheels and that, as I normally do, mm -hmm. and that actually seized on. And I had to um, put uh, a chock of wood between the other rim and yep. wow. or the frame, sorry, and, and Jack put the jack between the um, hub to brake. The wheel off the um, hub. Wow. wow. There well, you there go. You Another go. little didn't, tip. Didn't know that. Because, wow. And you're saying that's mainly with the new sort of um, uh, hubs that, that we're using nowadays, the new wheels. The two yeah, materials the are, are, are joining together. Yeah, the dissimilar metals. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Very and, uh, interesting. Yeah, and throw a bit of grease up your jockey wheel occasionally too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's funny you say that. When I was bringing that little tinny home from uh, from out west uh, for the week, when I got home, the jockey wheel was gone. So I just hope no one was behind me when that thing fell off doing 100. So oh, that'll be an endurance job. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Because that would have you, them jockey wheels are, are solid, so that would have bounced anywhere. So, oh, it made me a bit squeamish. But that's the thing; it happens, and it's, it's out of your control. But uh, yucky stuff happens. Hey, Daniel, would you like a number while we've got you, mate? Mate, can I get uh, three numbers, please? Certainly, Daniel. You'll be ninety-two. Yep. Uh, Crystal, C H R Y. S T A L. 91. Yep. And my brother, Nathan. And Nathan will be 90. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show, Daniel. We appreciate oh, it. Mate, I've been listening for decades, so uh, wouldn't miss it. Great. Well, I'm going to grab Ash's ticket out of the bin that Ash threw, that Gary threw. <laughs> you, you've got the new winning number. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. See you, Daniel. Thank you, Dan. Bye, mate. Hey, uh... Craig has sent me a picture. Yeah. Um, he uses uh, Evanrude Johnson anti-corrosion spray. 
Okay. And he sprays that on everything, all the running gear, the nuts, the hubs, the springs, the axles. Yeah. Um, and then put your wheel back on. Okay. So like Daniel was saying, um, yeah, just in between if it's an aluminium rim yeah. on a steel hub, um, just be careful of them fusing together. There's so. no doubting that, like, with our boat, oh, actually, with your boat, I'm not sure. Two coats, Craig said. Two coats. Do you yep. have to sink your trailer bearings to get no. your boat off? No. And you purposely don't? I don't, no. See, I've got to sink mine to, because I drive, drive mine. on and drive off. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The trailer, trailer topic's we really running We've got a topic hot. going on here, Gaz. Good morning, fishing show. G'day, mate. My name's Rick. Hey, g'day, Rick. How are you this morning? Yeah, good boys, nothing. Just the thing about your trailer, um, I run nice shoes in my tyres. How much was, what was that, sorry, Rick? I run nitrogen in my trailer tyres. No, nitrogen? Oh, yeah, is, what does that do? Yeah. Pardon my ignorance. Well, it's, um, it's a gas and it's, um, it doesn't change its pressures like air so when you when you um you fill your tire you probably go to the muscle without having to check it yep and then i got mine done at bob jane three thousand days we're just going there and they they give it a on the way they don't want to do anything Oh, it's a bit of a crackly line, but I, I, I understand. We got that mostly, but we could hardly hear you there, Rick, and it's a really interesting thing what you're talking we, about. We were just sort of thinking, you take it into Bob Jane and the boys do it, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't lose a great deal of it. You know how a lot of road temperatures Yes. Air will change. Yes. Yes. Oh, yep. Yeah, it's a real crappy line there, Rick. We'll, what we're, Do you want to try giving us a call back? Yeah, mate, when I, um, I'm travelling between Townsville and Ennisvale, so I'll give you a ring back in about half hour. Oh, Good it stuff. sounds fantastic, mate, because that's an interesting thing you're talking about. But what Rick's, what Rick's saying, and you'll probably get a bit of better air on his phone now, is um, the nitrogen, when you're driving along the highway and they heat up with air, it expands, whereas the nitrogen, you put 55 pound in, and it probably stays at 55 pound, no matter road temperature or tyre temperature. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, there you go. Interest. Do, does it cost a great deal? For them to do that? Between eight and ten dollars a tire. Well, you only got a trailer. Yep. And then when you when you go back to the village, um, get the boys to just check it. You just pull in, say, you check the nitro. I bring the uh, nitro cylinder out, whack whack, then on your way. Well, on you go. Awesome. Good on you, Rick. That's awesome. Thanks, buddy. You is Marty giving you a bingo number? I played um. I played that game, so it's new to me. I listened to you. Oh, well, Marty's giving you a number. What number are you, Mark? 89, Rick. And at the end of the show, as you'll know, Rick, we'll, uh, we'll draw a number and you never know, you could be a lucky winner. Mate, great topic on the um, on the nitrogen in the tyres. Yeah, that's we got really that. interesting. Um, next time I go into the yeah. to the tyre joint, I'll ask the boys about that. Interesting. Good on you, Rick. Thanks, mate. Drive safe. Good on you, Rick. See you, buddy. Yeah. Bye. Well, there you go. There, it, and what Rick was saying, a bit of a crappy line, but um, what are yeah. you saying? On with your air, yeah. Um, the road heat expands air, so yeah. it can be. You can put fifty-five in; it could be in up to sixty. Or, but with the nitrogen, yeah, bang, that's it. That 
pressure they put in is the pressure it stays. So and it, and it, it you've got to have your trailer to be safe on the highway. And you know we just and speaking of safe on the highway, even you were a bit because my poor family because I spent so much time oh, on the, highway, the other horrible day, yeah. accident uh, where a couple of men lost their lives and. I'm so sorry about that to the families. But that, that was out at Hewenden. And I spoke Richmond. to you and you were out yeah, that yeah. way. And so yeah. when my family hears that, they, they panic Oh, well, I did time. too, mate. I sort of thought, geez, oh. do I head round now and get all this fishing gear or do right I now, wait a couple of days? Them gold ones <laughs> in the back there. What's <laughs> yeah. happening uh, with them back? I, Becky said I could have all that. <laughs> no, interesting topic about the trailers. And, and yeah, what um, the, this could be another, mate, it's, we're on a roll with people ringing Good in Good morning, the fishing trailers. show. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, wonderful. Who do we have here, buddy? Yeah, it's uh, Nick here, mate. How are you? Hey, good, Nick. What's going on this morning, mate? Oh, I just wanted to uh, let you know we had a uh, trip down to Morrissey's yesterday, doing a bit of crabbing. Yeah, how'd you and, go? Um, look, the tides were pretty high. The water was moving pretty fast so mm. it wasn't ideal circumstances but as they say a bad day fishing is better than good, good day good. at work don't they say ain't that yeah. the truth buddy but, uh, 78 all up and out of that 78 we had four keepers four wow. keepers wow so look good signs yeah, for the crab so and fraternity another but... two keepers left yep yep yeah so it was a bit, bit of hard work you know yeah. um, were they the chockers the four a bit hard but yeah Yep. Yeah, the four that we got were, were full as a boot, but uh, there was two others there that were size, yeah. um, but they were empty, so they, they obviously went back. But um, I guess it's a good sign to say that they're, they're there, but um, by geez, it was hard work. It sounds like hard work. Lots of sorting to go through there. The one, the, the, the remaining 70-odd crabs, um, were they close? Were they, were they close numbers, like a mill off or whatever? Yeah, look, we did get a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a there was a heap that were were just under. Yeah. Um, and we happened to run into a um, professional crabber down there as well, and had a bit of a yarn with him. And um, how was he to chat to? He was. Yeah, no, he was very helpful. Yeah. Um, very nice fella, and um, great. Said to us that um, give us some advice of you know the tide was running out, throw your pots in some drains. That's probably where you'll do better. Yes. Um, which we were doing as well, but that was nice to reconfirm we were doing the right thing. Yeah, for um, them. Yep. It was, um, and he gave us a bit of local knowledge in the creeks uh, that we were in. He yep. more or less told us from that creek back to the boat ramp, uh, it was going to be a point four tide, and we were a bit uh, concerned about getting back to the boat ramp, but he said, no, nah, look, guys, from this creek back to the boat ramp yeah you won't have any trouble we stick to the high banks and um you'll be fine so be awesome fine. what was um, the water clarity like yeah. there in morrissey's yesterday terrible yeah i bet it was absolutely it, it, terrible yeah it was um like a milkshake yeah, yeah. no nah, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't do it for me yeah. for my yeah, barra fishing so. ah, it'll be busy over the long weekend so. there'll be a lot of pots in there um Today, tomorrow, and Monday. So good you got in yeah, yesterday, Nick. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let you know that they are there. Um, Beautiful. But it is, it she is hard work, mate. So even the um, crabber said he had his pots in overnight, and uh, he was doing his run, and he got twelve. He wow. got twelve. But that, out of how many pots would have that been? Fifty or sixty, wouldn't it? 
I'd be thinking something like that. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure. I didn't ask him that. No. But, um, <coughs> I sort of said to him, how do you go with people poaching your nets? And he goes, yeah, the bastards are around <laughs> yeah. everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, which is a shame because that's his livelihood. It annoys us. Well, it annoys us, let alone them. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, yeah. But anyway, Good on you, mate. I just thought I'd have a quick yarn with you and see if I could get a number off you while I'm having a yak. But, Most um, certainly. Yeah. Gaz will give you a number right now, Nick. You are <coughs> number 10. Just the yeah. one, Nick? Uh, two. I better get one for the Minister of Finance, otherwise I'll get in trouble. Yeah, I. what's her name? Helen. Helen is number 11. Okay, mate. Thank you very much, guys. Good uh, hey, thanks for ringing love, in. We love, love We love having listeners ring in and have a chat. And good on you. We appreciate it, mate. No worries at all. Tight lines, guys. Good, good on, on you, Nick. Thanks, See you, mate. Bye. Hey, that was good, Nick, Nick, to ring in and have yeah, a chat with us. I don't think we've spoke to Nick before. Neither do I. Seems like a lovely man. Yeah, so, no, really, <coughs> really cool. If you do have um, a story or you want to talk about with us with a topic, we will take your phone calls. Yeah. We just try and we just try and alleviate the bingo numbers. I think numbers we're educating to, them. Yeah, to our ads because um, we want to try and keep content going right through the show and take the and take the bingo numbers because at one stage there with 120 bingo numbers, our show we were was. using an hour and a half of the show to take bingo and numbers. And the show wasn't. Good. It was a, still a great show, but we've made it, it better by doing that. Yes. So, uh, so if you have got a topic like <coughs> Nick or any uh, anyone with um, with uh, what you're saying, yes, uh, Rick with his trailer uh, with his trailer ties, just um, yeah. feel free to ring and we'll uh, we'll have a chat about you. Or if you went for Definitely. a fish, or yeah. And yeah. like we always say, Gaz and I, we are an open forum. Gaz's opinion and my opinions differ, and we know that your opinions are going to differ. So if we say something you aren't in full agreement with, please, we embrace yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's we might cut you off, but we will. <coughs> yeah, yeah, we've got the power. Bang so, on. No, no, we appreciate it. So if you want to, if you do want to ring in, and our trailer, um, trailer little chat is so important um, because it it is very um, dangerous going along the road with a trailer, and, and oh, there's some horror stories. We'd love to hear. A horror story with a trailer. Oh, not it, really. Well, no, not a horror story, not a tragic story, just a, a yeah. crappy story. But just be just be aware of <coughs> overloading your boat and trailer as well, mm. um, putting your fuel. Because by the time you put all your fishing gear in, you load your esky, you fill it with fuel and, and all that. Do you, th well, you know what? We've got to go to a song and an ad yeah, break. come back. We're, we're going to come back because I want to ask that question about fueling up. Before a long trip, or do you fuel up? Let's say All you're right. going to Hinchinbrook, do you fuel, fuel up in Ingham and stuff? Go to another song. So, we're going to go to a song and an ad break. Now, there was some sort of big country music awards things on last night. And I didn't realise that Toby Keith has actually got stomach cancer. And he's, hey, fight, he's fighting the really, really hard. Shut up. I played Shut a, up. I played a Toby Keith song last well, week and you, you bagged it. No, you bagged well, you it. would have played one of his crap ones. I played the Shush. old Don't Let the Old Man In and you bagged that song. No, please, attack me. Keith. Attack me on air. So now... Are you done? Now butter him up because he's ill, mate. Just about in tears, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. Hey, your Red Solo cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable, and unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac kissed my ass. Woo! Red Solo cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party I love you Red Solo Cup I lift you 
hate how you're easy to crack So some beer runs down in front of my back Well that, my friends, is quite yucky But I have to admit that the ladies get smitten Admiring how sharply my first name is written On you with a sharpie when I get to hitting On them to help me get lucky Red Solo Cup Cause you are the abbot into my costello And you are the fruit to my loom Red Solo Cup, you're more than just plastic You're more than amazing, you're more than fantastic And believe me that I'm not the least bit sarcastic When I look at you and say Red Solo Cup, you're not just a cup No, 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 God, no You're my, you're my friend Friend, 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 lifelong Thank you for being my friend. Red Solo Cup I fill you up Let's have a party Let's have a party I love you, Red Solo Cup I lift you up Proceed to party Proceed to party Red Solo Cup Red Solo to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pond in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance. Now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $440. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Rise up, Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor.
Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. Hey, which A you mob? Steve and Easy Beasy. Crank it with us on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. One hour of request. Taking you back, playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. So come kick it with us on your two deadly radio station, 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Too deadly, deadly, deadly. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and Operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Berg. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down World today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday Morning Fishing Show and we bring a bit of light into people's lives of a Saturday morning, Gazza, or we try to. Well, we or hope we absolutely to. make them shake their head and change the uh, station and walk away. Well, you never know, mate. Hey, never let know. me, let's just check, because um, Nick said um, Morrissey's was so dirty, uh, because... Today's tide at ten past nine this morning, which mm. is in an hour's time, it's just a three point oh eight. Nearly choked then, and then at um, twenty past three this afternoon's a point six three. So there's two point four meters run right um, all night and day. So yes, it's we would bypass definitely the likes of Morrissey's for that. But there's people who, oh, who there's people hunt them lots tides. of fish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's slowly, um, slowly getting better as the days go on. So, uh, so yeah, he's coming off uh, some fairly big run tides. So yeah, Morris is going to be a little bit dirty. So will most, but yeah, as we say, at some stage in in that tide in the right area, the fish will bite. So yes. So, uh, so don't be put off with that. And being a long weekend, she'll be pretty busy down Morrissey's Horton, um, Hinchy, all yeah. those. Did I tell you, um, the Bird Ship Boys messaged me. Are you going to give yourself a bit of kudos, pat on your back? No, here? no, I'm oh, not. Oh, well, you've told everyone, Gary. Go on, we've no, told everyone else. As we, as we, 
spoke about a couple of months ago with the bird ship boys do yes. their trip up to cape melville every year and we gave them a few pointers to hopefully help them catch their first ever barra right and they so, went to you <laughs> uh, no, hey, they didn't say they wanted. To, Seriously, fellas, they didn't say they wanted to catch big barras. Right, they said they want to catch their first ever barra. Gotcha. So anyway, the boys, <laughs> the boys got up to Cape Melville last weekend, and it was <clears throat> blowing forty knots. Right. So they messaged at me and said, "Do you think um, Hinchinbrook would be worth a shot?" And I said, "Mate, it, it's always worth a shot at Hinchy. Um, they're camping." Um, so they, all their tents and their boats. So they drove all the way from Cape Melville to Hinchy, and uh, I said, you'll get out to the islands. They've got five-and-a-half-metre boats, so get out to the islands in and just poke around the islands, throw in a few lures and mm. get a few trout. And I said, "There's a, I gave them a couple of marks to go and have a look at um, if they can get out past the islands. I said, the jetty will be a bit of fun for you. Um, and then they messaged me back and said, are we going to go up the channel for a drive? Yeah. And I said, oh... Go here. I struggle in the channel to find barras, but I gave them a spot and said, go here and have a fish here. They got barras. Their first ever barras. You can't do it. I can't do spot. it. I'm the, taking the call first, go, Marty. The, uh, the exact spot. Morning fishing show. Good morning. I'm hanging up on you. Wait up. Hang on, Marty. How about you switch them on? Morning fishing show. Good morning, how are you? Hey, good, mate. Who have we got? Mark here. Hey, Mark, what's going on? I'm a, I'm a mate of Mario's. Oh. Great man. Beautiful, beautiful. Are you at the hut this, this weekend or what? We're on our way there now. <clears throat> oh, beautiful. So what's the weekend going to entail for you? Is it a bit of whiting fishing or what? Big tides. Yeah, whiting fishing. Yep. Everything. Crabbing, you name it. Bit uh, of work. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. We've got one of uh, Crate Man's uh, vouchers, $30 tavern meat vouchers to give away today. So thank you very much for us, uh, Mark. No worries. I will. I'll thank him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Did you boys want some numbers while you're on the road? Yeah, if we could, thanks. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Mark, you're going to be number 79. 79. And Mal will be 78. 78, and there's Michael here too. Michael? Michael will be yeah. 77, mate. 77. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, boys. Enjoy your weekend. Have fun. Stay safe. Thanks a lot, eh? See you, yeah. lads. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so carry on, sir. Yeah, so I uh, I gave the boys a spot to go and throw a few couple of lures around, and they got barras. Oh, beautiful. They weren't big barras, but they're first ever barras, so it was really nice to see the, uh, the yes. Victorian boys, the bird ship boys. And it's not really a bad... Uh, you're not downgrading going from Melville to the back to the beautiful. Hinchy no, Brook. no, they'll have a ball there. They and they were wrapped because they seen a couple of crocs as you do up at Hinchy. Yes, um, and they were wrapped, so it mustn't be a lot of crocs around the Cape Melville area where they camp. Because I just hear Cape Melville and think it's a fishing mecca. Yeah, well, the wind blew that they got out one day. The boys said they were able to get out one day and they got some trout and Spanish and stuff like that. But then it was just howling, so the the decision was made to. Yes. Um, pack up and head south, so they uh, called into Lucinda. And I think they're still there. I thought, I think the John was saying they might give us a ring during the um, during the show. So beautiful. Well, our phone's running hot, but remember, all of our wonderful listeners, we don't want to take bingo numbers. We want yeah, topics. This is a bingo number. Hang up now. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang up. You've got the chance. No, they're saying. Good morning, fishing show. 
Hey, Joe, Marty, John from Kelso, how are you? Good, John, how are you? Uh, good, mate. Hey, talk about trailers and, and yes. so forth. When I was in the Army, we had a job to go to Broome to take engineer stores over there to rebuild the community over there. Yeah. Anyway, I was um, leading push you know, across there, me and the boss, and we come across a boat and trailer on the highway. Right. Bloody, the, the, the hitch had snapped on the trailer. Oh. Anyway, in the middle of the highway, beautiful boat, everything all on it, Victorian number plates on it and everything. Yes. So we uh, trained on the back of a truck, took it into the police station and handed it to the copper, and uh, the copper found the owner in the pub, and they said, oh, the boys, army boys have got your boat, you know, it's in here, ready to go if you want to pick it up, and he said, no, nah, you can have them, we'll keep it. No, nah, give me nothing trouble, I've done wheelbearings, I've done this, done that. He, he had a gutful of it, eh? <laughs> oh, my Lord. It sounds like it. Yeah, like he did the, he was doing the big uh, fishing trip around Australia and got yep. as far as uh, heading towards Broome and he's had enough wheel bearings, flat tyres, everything like that. So I think when the trailer snapped, that was it. That was it. And he's gone straight yeah, to the yeah. pub, mate. <laughs> we said, he said, he said take, I said, we don't want to make we can't take it, it's yours, you know. So the copper said, oh, he was, mate, I'll, I'll calm him down, we'll get him a few beers and calm him down, he'll be right. And he'll be right. Yeah. That is okay. amazing. Yeah. How long ago was that? Oh, I would have been uh, eighty. I oh, know about two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. Obviously, you've long left the army. You retired, or what's the go? Yeah, did, yeah, did twenty eight years, mate. Twenty eight years. Beautiful. What were you in the army? I was a uh, start off as a gunner. Yep. Artillery, then I become a driver and yeah, got out as an RSM. Oh, Marty wow. was a trumpeter. Clarinetist. Uh, Clarinetist. Sorry, John. So you know Steve Kanagi and all that sort of guy? No, that after my time. So oh, I was before, yeah. I was in there when uh, Captain Amy's was uh, BSM. So oh wow, yeah, yeah, that's going way Nothing. way back. And I think I think before him was Scotty Laycock. So we're super far back. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Jeez, that's a whole class of the past. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Nothing better than running into battle with a bloke with a clarinet in front of him. Are you right? <laughs> Can you hear how he talks? <laughs> Don't laugh at him, John, for God's sake. Follow me. He's abusing you, mate. I am. Follow me, lads. This clarinet's loaded. I used to have such (laughs) dignity and pride in myself and 13 years of doing this show on my shell of a van. (laughs) Mate, I I think it's like uh, what they call Stockholm Syndrome. You actually uh, go along with what he's saying. You believe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a narcissist of the radio world. (laughs) Yeah, I reckon if you look at all famous uh, radio blokes, they're all small little fellas. <laughs> yeah, but we don't live out at Kelso. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of boats, speaking of speaking of boats with um with wheels off their trailers, Jamie the plumber has sent me a picture down the breakwater um of a boat sitting there in the car park at the uh, coast guard, and the we- the tire fell off um reversing down the ramp, so. So, yeah, it's a dual axle and the boat's still sitting on the trailer. So, uh, yeah, just make sure you check those um, bearings. What were you, what'd you do in Broome? Uh, we took all, all, every couple of years, they, uh, the Army does a work program at Aboriginal communities. We yep. go up there and um, they rebuild houses and plumbing, water, uh, lighting, all that sort of stuff. And they uh, engage the community to provide work, workers to give them a hand doing the workers as well. So it's a bit of a um, 
trade off for that sort of thing. Oh, awesome. What community did you go to? Uh, Broome, uh, been up to Arakoon. Oh, beautiful. Uh, so you get to see some pretty country, you know. Yeah. You would. Were you in no, town at Broome or did you, did you head out to... No, um, no, no, you camped, camped out, so camped, had a little camp set up. You see, you spend three months there working there doing the, um, the build. Yep. So it's a dry camp and all that sort of stuff, so it's a bit hard on the young fellas, you know. Like that well, they could have gone into town and gone to the pub or gone to the rowie. Oh, yeah. Some t- it depends on the, on the boss if he lets them go and have a bit of local lead. It depends, you know, what, what it is like, but... Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, think of worse good. places to go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Kelso? Mate, look, we've, we've, I've got six tyres ready for you, mate. They're off. Yeah, I'm not coming up now. I've got six of them, but four of them off my lawnmower, mate. That should cover you. <laughs> yeah. You might have to jump up, you know. Oh, mate, they've pulled me statue down up there. Hey? They've pulled the statue yeah, really? down of me. No, mate, that's the dog pissing pole. <laughs> oh, yeah, good one. <laughs> boom, boom. Sorry, <laughs> mate. <laughs> hey, John, thanks so much for your call, mate. We appreciate it. You have a lovely weekend. Numbers. Okay, you too, mate. Oh, you want a number while we got you, John? Yeah, yeah give us a number, mate. 76, mate. Yeah, make sure that's the number Gary gives me so I know it'll never win there. <laughs> All good, mate. you got good, good sense of humour. I enjoy you guys up there at um, Kelso. We have a good laugh. Nah, it's good, mate. It's good. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye. See you guys. Bye, mate. Bye, bye. Interesting just, that the bloke didn't want his boat. No, I don't no. want it. Oh, when you you know you, you get you've frustrated, had enough, you've had enough, mate. If I you, wouldn't leave it and go to the pub, I must say that. Yeah, but there's a lot of nothing to see up there, and if you if your um boat is on the side of the road, yeah, it could be a long way away from anywhere. I so. just got a picture uh, from Daniel Matheson that he sent, and uh, he was doing his trailer last week as part of his maintenance. I've got to tell you, that pro truck of his is the sexiest boat I've, I've seen in a long time. That Simrad Rat, is, uh, it's incredible. I'm going to put its um, what? boat up on the page, actually, on our, our page, because it's, it's just a Everyone's really, really sending us stuff. Yeah. Um, Swanee just sent us. Uncle Look at that thing. It's, it's gorgeous. He, I see it all the time. He lives around the corner from me. Can't, yeah, I know. Can't keep I him love off that me, boat. Can't keep him off my front door. Take me out in the um, Swanee sent me a picture or a little video of Uncle Noz's trailer bearing nearly falling off. So, yeah, a lot of... Um, a lot of trouble with um, bearings, so keep on top of all that. Yeah, definitely. Type stuff, so. And pick good bearings because there's good bearings, there's bad bearings. What's the good ones called? Sim- Simco? Sim- uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Ash, text me the message of the ones that we use, please. Only sell a thousand a week. Um, <laughs> ugh. I can't, can't remember that at, at the moment. No, so. But don't, don't, don't go to your store and buy your, your sort of generic. Packed ones, you can buy proper and ones, they and, sim- they, and and they do oh, last a little bit longer. So they're the way to go. Yeah. So which is so a really good there's thing. a little bit of a topic that's taken us an hour and a half on a two minute. Topic. Yeah, but it's well worth it. Well worth it. Well yeah. worth it. Do you run over your trailer? As in, do you? Do, uh, that's the one thing I always check. Always have a bit of a look over. I get underneath and everything. Let's take another caller. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, boys. How are you? Good, thank you, Joe. How are you? Not too shabby. We're on our way up to the um, Hinchinbrook. Oh, Hinchinbrook today. Beautiful. That's a, See, on them big tides with such a low, low, Hinchinbrook's definitely the place I'll be going for them drains. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I wanted to ring up and and share a little story of Jono with the Australia. Please, go. So we're taking it at the Kai Signs to get a little decal put on it. And he didn't lock the thing onto the bull bar. And so next minute, we're driving along and it's off. She's, she's popped. It's, and it's come off the tow ball at 100k an hour. Yeah. On, the, on the bypass, on the ring road. Oh, my Lord. So, okay, first of all, how big's the boat? The 4.2, Renegade. 4.2. Now, when it's come off the, off the tow ball, has the chain stopped it from hitting the bottom or does it still hit the road with the, chain, the safety chains connected? It's definitely hit the road. And yep. The most important thing, and the most important thing, mate, don't panic. Yep. Slow down slowly. Do not hit the anchors. No, because, well, best case scenario, the boat's just going to go through the rear of the car and, and dent that up pretty bad. Worst case, it could almost jackknife itself if it's, if it's on a slight, slight angle and then you're in all sorts of dramas, aren't you? 100%, mate. So just slow down nice and slow. Yep. Pick it back up and put it back on the hook. It's the an awful awful feeling and because uh, let's be honest it's happened to most people you just have that moment that's why now when i put the the, the boat on the tow ball i don't it, it's a hundred percent concentration i just don't want anyone around me i want to make sure i put the safety clip on and and that's it and a padlock nowadays too mate i put a padlock on mine yes okay just so, just so it doesn't just Slows people down if they want to steal it at the Yeah, fair enough. Whereas, you know, I'm a bit slack like that because I still just use a pin. So I've got to be a little bit better than that and put the padlock on. Yeah, just a little padlock, mate, eh? Yep, yep. I wonder if insurance, uh, if, if they could prove that you didn't have a padlock on, if they'd still cover you if your trailer got flogged from the ramp. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea, mate, eh? It's Hopefully it never happens, so I don't want to have to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, fingers crossed, Jono. Mate, when the boat did come off the, the tow ball and it hit, what did it do? Could you see it in the rear vision, or was she just sparking, dragging along the wreck behind you as uh, you're slowing down? The jockey wheel actually was, it was riding along on the jockey wheel. <laughs> right, eh? So that would have been the end of the jockey wheel, or part thereof. <laughs> but I, no, but I kind of... You know when you get in your car and you can feel your trailer bumping? It feels like it's bumping as you're driving? Yes. So that's, that was the telltale sign. I should have pulled over there and then and gone, you know yeah. what? Something's going on. Something's going on. For sure. And that's really sure because most of the time, like I've done it twice, and for me, both times, once it's come off in the driveway and the other time it's come off about 20 metres leaving my home, you would think, it would pop off the first time you um, you pulled up at a set of traffic lights or something, as opposed to 100k yeah. an hour on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> My lord. Them potholes. Yeah. Them potholes a lot, mate, on the highway anyway. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can feel a knocking, mate. You know what I mean? So there's telltale signs there that I kind of ignored and I shouldn't have ignored. I should have no. been more proactive and... Yeah. Definitely. And there's also while 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 we're talking and for our, all of our listeners, if you've got two sets of safety chains, like a lot of trailers, especially with boats maybe five meters and up, they've got rather than a single safety chain that goes to your tow tow bar, yeah. um, they've got jewels. With them jewels, you actually cross them. So on the your chain on the right goes to the left hand. Um, hole on your tow bar and the chain on the left goes to the right hand so you they've crisscrossed 
So if it comes off, the cross actually acts as extra strength and stops them from from hitting the hitting the road harder. So right. they, ca- they, ca- they actually catch it before it hits the road. And yeah, and actually cradle and cradle that. Part. Yeah. And it's worthwhile mentioning because, I don't know, there's so many boats that I've seen where you're sort of interested to have a look at the um, the way they've set it up. They don't crisscross the chains as, as they are meant to be. And you know what the other interesting thing is? They brought out this stupid rule a while ago, a few years ago now. Once upon a time, we used to have them baby. I mean, on a smaller boat, you may still have it. But they used to have the baby-sized... Um, um, number plates like they have on the, on the motorbikes, for instance. And then they made us change to a full size. If you go along the, the boat ramp, if there's 50 cars there, 25 of them are missing their number plate. <laughs> True story. They come off when you're launching or whatever. They just, they don't hold up. They don't hold up. Every There's so many people missing their n- number plate. So... That's right. You've got, you got to check all your bolts and nuts and trailers, mate. Even your, like you said, even your number plates, mate. Eh? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, because they oh, come off, right. which is handy for your flash for cash. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we use concentrate on that road. Have a great trip up at Hinchinbrook um, and send the, send the page a couple of photos. No worries, lad. We just do some bingo numbers if you can. Yeah, for sure. Jono, you are 74. Joe, you will be 75. So, Thank you. Yeah, there's plenty of... I was having a look at the photos of... Because um, uh, Lenny and Kai were hinching book, I think, last week. They got some lovely grunners there, eh? Yeah, yeah. We've got, we got a little grunner spot that we might go and have a flick at today, so... Ooh, that sounds good. Sounds good. Oh. All right, guys. We'll wait for the photos. Have a good time. No worries. You too, mate. See ya. Bye. Oh, there you go, Gaza. On the way, everyone. Long weekend, so people heading It everywhere. is a long weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, there are a lot of important things with... Um, what size number plate have you got on yours? One of the big ones. One of the... Have you got yours I fixed kept, or is yours on a swing no, chain? No, mine's fixed. So, it's going to come off. Yeah, and I and it because it's so wide, I always belt my leg on it and bend it. Yeah, yeah, it's all the time stupid. when you walk around the back. But of do you remember, like, fifteen years ago, we used to have the little baby plates yeah. on, it, and they never come off. No, but now it's got the. It comes down to cost. You used to be able to put a sticker on it once to let you know when it was, when it was rego was due. But now you've got to make sure you. For sure. Morning fishing show. Hey, morning, Marty and Gaz. How are you? Darrell, mate. Hey, um, just a tip for you regarding your number plates. Yes. Mount them on um, um, conveyor building. Okay. And they just flap and in the breeze. They flap with it. Yeah, the conveyor belt's fairly stiff, so they'll still hang in. But if you hit something, they'll just fold. Okay, that's a that's a great, excellent. How do you fix? So, you, are you, are you like swing mounting them, or are they you're fixing it to the base of your trailer? No, nah, just mount one side to your base of your trailer, then the other part to your number plate. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Awesome. It's a way to yeah, do it. And another one is regarding your chains is not to have them too long. The chain? Yeah. 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 Because if they're too long, then the boat, when it comes off, it's going to have that split second to sort of bounce back. And when it bounce back, you would think that would be the time that you that something serious is going to go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Whereas if they're short... It's instantaneous, and you can sort of control 
especially like John O's saying, slow up with it without panic. But how do you not panic? How do you do 100k an hour and your boat comes off and you just go right slow, slow? Because human nature, for me, I'm talking. Um, my, my instincts would be to do something stupid and hit the hit the brakes. Oh, a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah, and that's just uh, you know better, but you've got to be on the game so quick just to know what to do. Yep. Has it ever happened to you? Yeah, no, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Professional. Hey, here's Professional. one for you, Has it happened to me? Has it happened to you, Gaz, honestly? No, no, never had. But here's my trailer only has one chain. Yeah, my, yeah, like my small boat. Does that too. go across your tow bar or does it go straight onto the link? Oh. I don't no, think I it matters. Going matters. Across mine, take mine across. I've only got a single one on both my trails. Do I take it, like it might be welded on your left-hand side, but I yeah. take it across onto the right-hand side. Right. But wouldn't that, and that always gets me thinking, like when that drops off, wouldn't it rip it across to that side and maybe possibly throw everything sideways? No, no, not really. Because I go straight. I go straight to my shackle. I yep. don't go across to the other shackle on the other side of the table. I know with jaw you definitely cross, but single, that, yeah. yeah. And like you're saying, go the opposite still. So, yeah, yeah fair I'm enough. I'm going to have to Google it. And when you say your chain's too long, do you like to be able to, let's say, you, uh, do you drop your boat so that the chain's long enough to keep it off the road? Or, or how do you? Nah. So it's not, it can't. So you can't actually hit the drawbar. Can't hit the road. Righto. So that's how you do yours. Righto. Fair enough. Because yep. mine, even with my jewels, the drawbar it will still hit the road. Yeah, yeah. And it's a hard thing because if you go on your mate's truck, it's completely different height to yours. And then sometimes your chains won't even reach. So it's it's a yeah. It, and then it all depends on how long your um, tongue and that is on your. Yeah. You draw tow bar too. So I know a lot of them will hit because you can't get that chain short enough. But as I said, I've got mine rigged up where they won't hit the road. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's the way to do it. Hey, thanks for your call, mate. We appreciate numbers. it. Yeah, numbers, please, eh? Yeah, sure. Couple for you, mate. Yeah, yeah, me and Kayleen, eh? Yeah. Oh, is she awake? Yeah, yeah, she's sitting at the front table. Not in town getting her nails done or in Brisbane getting no. her toes done or anything? No, no, that was just with a haircut. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, she gets a flash haircut too, your missus. Uh, hey, yeah. spends a fortune. Not like us, Daryl. Couple of snips here and all. She's all good. Yep. Hey, she'll hit me next time she sees me. 16 for you, Daryl, and 17 for... <laughs> She's over there laughing at you. Good on you, Kayleen. 17 for Kayleen. 16 and 17, mate. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks. See you, buddy. See you, see you mate. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There we go. There you go. Hey. Have a blue water, Daryl and Kayleen. Speaking of there we go, we better go to our mate, next uh, yeah, we got to break. get some breaks We're doing going. fine. We're on, we're on target at the moment. People, so, people want some bingo numbers. Yeah, most definitely. Let's definitely, let me get this organised for us. and Going good, the trailers. Yeah, definitely. I think it's turned a, into a, a good a, topic. A good topic that we needed to have. So, it's excellent. All right, come on. Play the game for you, me. We have done this before. Uh, I need some quiet. You're going to steal one of my songs again? You done? No, get ready down at Carlisle Gardens. Here comes a beauty. Sound of music. You're an idiot. I run a comb through my head and step out in the street. And the city's the color of flame. She's playing. 
day in the city of Townsville. <sighs> you, put your hands behind your back what? and get on the ground. Yeah, right, okay, 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 okay. Identify yourself. Who are you and what are you doing uh, here? Dave Daly and I work here. It's, it's work, okay? It's where I work. What's in your pockets? Okay, I've, I've got a double pass to the movies and also a $50 seafood voucher. Oh, really? So what do you do for a living? I'm the breakfast announcer here at 4K1G, if you really want to know. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you've got any giveaways? Ring in like everybody else. I can't just give it to you. You just keep your hands where we can see them. Oh, sorry. the hell is this? Hey, any... Rise summer, it's time to live the dream. You know you really ought to get up. 
race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Remote voting in the referendum starts soon. The AEC is sending teams to many remote areas to collect your vote. If you're aged 18 years and over, you must vote, so make sure you're ready. To find out when voting teams will be near you, visit aec.gov.au, check your local newspaper, community notice board or call 132326. When you vote, your answer matters. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. Hi, this is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Remote voting in the referendum starts soon. The AEC is sending teams to many remote areas to collect your vote. If you're aged 18 years and over, you must vote, so make sure you're ready. To find out when voting teams will be near you, visit aec.gov.au, check your local newspaper, community notice board or call 132326. When you vote, your answer matters. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. On a, well, it was a bit of a blowy morning, but it's died out a little bit. Cleveland Bay is southerly at 12 knots. This morning when we got in, it was south-southeasterly at 16, so she's dropped off a little bit. Easterly out at Davies at 15 knots. And the Yongala is southeasterly at 13 knots. So let's have a little look and see what we've got uh, coming up hey, mate. During, the, have a chat with us? during the week. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday, oh, the 1st of October, Sorry, mate, was meant to go through. is uh, 8 was hot, to 11 knots. 10 a.m. is 11 to, to 12, maximum of 12 and 1 o'clock. So around that hey, Grant, 10 to 15 buddy. 10 to 15 knots during tomorrow See, and during the See. week we have the uh, 8 to 10 knots coming in. So dropping out a little bit during the week and then I bet next weekend it'll pick up, back up. So at this stage 10 to 15 knots predicted for next weekend. Tides for tomorrow, uh, we've already looked at uh, tides for today. So tomorrow's tides once again in that starting to drop off 2.96 metres at 10 o'clock down to a 0.99 and then through the week getting even better leading up to next weekend neap tides coming along so uh, pretty good barra tides to get in 
for the last part of the month before barra season closes. So I'm just calling them, I guess. Good stuff, Marty. One thing I do have to um, uh, mention is there is coming up very shortly, um, although it's not oh, going to affect us because right. of the um, weather that's been, is the Spanish yeah, mackerel no, closure no. is coming up very, very soon. Corresponds with the reef season. So, so yeah, be very careful of the Spanish mackerel closure coming very, very close. I'm just trying to find it. Now. No, no need, no more, guys. We've got Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Yeah, we can come back to it. Good morning, M. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, excellent. We've got a full-on show happening this morning. How is the beautiful Lucinda? Oh, it's lovely. A little bit, little bit breezy here. We've got a couple of clouds. We had a few showers come through, and they're sort of a little bit scattered, so it keeps you a bit cooler. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. A few showers, hey? <clears throat> Yeah, just very, very light. Sorry about my voice. I've had too much fun over the school holidays, so I'm a bit Uh-oh. <laughs> that's, all, that's all right. We'll let you get away with that one. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, it's beautiful up here. We've got full house for the long weekend. Um, we've got the guys from the Alice River Anglers here um, for their annual do that they come up every year, so they're um, out having a good time. And, you know, we've got some families up here. They all came together, and, and they're having a little weekend away with all the kids out fishing and everything. So, it's, yeah, really, it's a really nice atmosphere at the lodge at the moment. Oh, beautiful. It sounds awesome. How many are up there from the Alice River Fishing Club? We got half for the Alice River and half for another family. So, but there are other Alice River um, people around the joint as well. So they all come together for their little barbecue um, that they have on the grand final footy night. So it'll be a good time. Beautiful. Any fishing reports for us? There's been some barra getting around, so we're actually going to take the kids out. We're going to um, zip up the Herbert and have a look and see if we can get some because I am yet to get a barra this year, which is pathetic. Uh-oh. So I need, <laughs> I need to get one before the season closes. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go out and take the kiddos up and see if we can do a little bit of fishing. Um, but, yeah, there was a couple of barras getting around. It is starting to um, heat up a little bit. So, yeah, things are really firing in the creeks. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Awesome. What's your plan, Gary? You had another Hinchin book this weekend? Or no, what? no, nothing. nothing. Going to take the grandkidlets to Maggie Island on Monday. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, and probably nice. leave them there. Super granddad, yeah. I'll leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave them on the bus. <laughs> no, no, going to sneak over to the island. So uh, hopefully, uh, have, well, at this stage, we will, so... Oh, well, that sounds oh, like good. a great trip anyway. You've got to make the most of that long weekend, last one for the year, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, thank you for letting me know that Gaz's microphone was off and, and Loz has sent a message and everyone else. And we were going, it, 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 so, for, for like Loz says, it was an echo effect. It was so uh, your professionalism again. Well, it's no, because you put me off. You're talking... Nying, 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 no, don't whole blame time. people for your inefficiencies. Well, you came around the console and took over all the buttons and took no. it completely out of my no, hands, guys. No, I didn't, Marty. And no one believes you. One iota, Marty. One iota. Right. Just blame someone that's not there. To <coughs> hey, I'll tell you what it was. Well, <laughs> actually, Darren, it's your fault, <laughs> whoever he is. What I, uh, what I was looking for there, M, um, is the... Mackerel closures coming up. Yeah. The 12th of October all the way till the 2nd of November is the first closure. Oh, that's a fair hike, yeah. Yeah, they always go the long route. Right. Um, and then the next one is the 10th of November to the 1st of December. So um, coming up, they'll be very limited. But your coral reef fin fish also corresponds with that, but for not as long. So your coral reef fin fish closure starts on the 12th to the 16th of October. 
and then the 10th of November to the 14th. So just be wary of them. Mackerel, much longer. Coral, reef fin fish, not all that long. So coming up very quickly on us in the next two weeks. So be very wary of that. Yes, and we like to remind everyone too that's coming up as well because we get a lot of people come from down south and ultimately their goals are to get out the front and you know, they want to get their, their reef fish and yeah, you've got to remind them of the closures and just let them know. Otherwise, they plan their trip and they come up smack bang in the middle Yep. and then they're devastated. So yes. yeah, you, you do have to keep an eye on them. Well, all those people that are down south that come up, a little um, sneaky app to get on your phone is the fisheries app with all the sizes all the um, zoning areas where you can and can't fish in all the closed seasons. Because, as they say, when you get caught with undersized fish, um, ignorance is not an excuse. You can't say, oh, I'm from Victoria and I didn't know that. That's right. Is that the eye on the reef one? No, there's an actually actual fisheries one. Oh, I'll have to have a look at that one. I, it's I, called... Someone told me about the eye on the reef one. I think it was one of the guys from MSQ or the yes. fisheries that came in and said about the eye on the reef. The eye on the reef the is, is the Grumper one, but the fisheries is Queensland QLD Fishing 2.0, but that has the, that's just had the zones put on it as well. Oh, very good. That's handy. And so what it shows you, um, because it works off the satellites and stuff like that, you don't need to have phone reception and uh, it will actually show you where you're located, not accurately 100%, but it'll show you whether you're very close to the green zones, what size yeah. species, what bag limit numbers, and uh, what's going on over the next, um, or the last 12 months and the next 10 years. Um, you're really going to have to keep up with speed, with bag limits, size limits, zones, yeah, all sorts of stuff. So, so yeah, yeah that's... uh holding that that makes it a very expensive fishing yes. day if you didn't know and then all of a sudden you've copped a fine for doing something wrong because yeah. you didn't know so, so, uh, so yeah. yeah the QLD fishing 2.0 app um, will show you the zones as well so you know exactly where you are what size fish are and um, all the rules so jump on that one Em I will I'll have to have a look at it <laughs> yeah no it's a good one it, uh, it does help because so many times how often how often on a weekend of good weather do you hear people on their marine radios in their boats asking, the, does anyone know what the legal size of trout is? Does anyone know how many nanigoi we're allowed to keep? Have this app and, and you don't have well, to... Well, it's not a bad thing because there's so many changes afoot. Yes, that's what I said. So many changes going on um, and then you won't have to jump on the radio and say, what size limit is nanigoi? And it's all there for yeah. you, so... Yeah, gone are the days of the old laminated, you know, fish poster because... Well, they're, <laughs> still, with it. they're still pretty handy, am I? I've actually still got one. I don't take it take it fishing very often because I've got this, but I, I've got an old laminated um, roll-up one that um, Pro Tackle used to sell in the day. Um, it yeah, rolls up and have a yeah, it goes into a little bit of PVC back in the day. So still yeah, very handy, but with the, the, with the app now... Yeah, with the app now... Um, you just load the app so you know everything, yeah. where you are, if you're in a yellow, green, pink, blue zone, um, what size, when the closures are, how many mud crabs you can have, all sorts of stuff. So very handy yeah. because... Very handy. Better to know than not know. No, and I'll, I'll give you an example why it's so handy. And I think I mentioned this um, a while ago. Um, I was watching a YouTube video of some caravanners from down south and they were actually staying at Lucinda in their caravan and they put their little rooftop tinny in at Dungeness Creek and they chugged up Dungeness Creek and fished up near the 
the point and they actually caught a sickle fish or a butter brim and they actually said this is a barramundi cod they're very rare to catch in the creek and that i sort of sat back in the chair and went please you've got to do better than that (laughs) and then they caught a grunter (laughs) undersized grunter and said this is a finger mark so if you're listening down south get the queensland fishing 2.0 app and you won't call a butter brim a barramundi (laughs) cod and say how rare they are to catching (laughs) creeks silly especially on the internet that's a bit embarrassing well that's what happens on youtube (laughs) the all the they people if they don't have the facts right and everything going right um they are made to look very silly on youtube they are the queensland fisheries has done it a few times they have marty you're dead right they botch fred finn salmon the blue salmon yes simple stuff that our fisheries should really know so you've got to be all over that (laughs) that's that that's it for today that's it for today once you put on um once you put stuff no violence intended that is it once you put stuff on (laughs) social media it's there to stay so people look see how silly you look um, yes on all that's your right. youtube stuff so yes yes once it's out there that's forever. it that's it yeah even if you delete it somebody screenshotted it and it's there forever <laughs> yeah well i just speaking of that of screenshotting a, a funny not a funny story because it was a, a tragedy the on facebook the townsville bulletin put up about that crash out the flinders highway mm. out out west yep Mm. The bulletin put the breaking news story up and put east of Townsville, a serious crash on the Flinders Highway, east of Townsville. You've got to get that right. That's out the back of Maggie Island. Yeah. I haven't seen a serious car crash out the back of Maggie Island ever. Um, They obviously got... Someone told them about it because about an hour later they changed it to west of... Uh, no, sorry, they changed east of Cloncurry. Yeah, that's just not east of Townsville. So, <laughs> yeah. the geographics. Yeah, people are going to hang you straight away. So, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Hey, Em, um, <laughs> what vacancies have we got coming up? So, I don't have anything for the long weekend. Obviously, we're all fully booked up here. Um, but I do have some vacancies coming up on Tuesday. Um, if anyone is keen to come up, there is a bit of nice weather coming, hopefully. So, um, if anyone is keen to come up for some midweek fishing or anything like that, give me a call. Um, obviously, we've got the end of the barra season coming up very quickly. So, if anyone like me has yet to get a barra for the year, if you're keen to come up, come up, give me a call, 0477 book in, have a stay, yep. try and get a barra. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. All right, Em. You have a nice weekend, or Thank long you, weekend, yeah. a busy long weekend, and uh, it is. We'll talk to you it's next good. week. I'll chat to you during the week. Yes, yeah, sounds good. It's a shame it's the last weekend of the school holidays already. Back to school, back to reality. You're looking Tuesday, forward everybody. to palming those kids off. No, it's gone really quick, actually. Can you tell my voice? Yeah, you sound like Kermit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's been good. I love it. School holiday, no lunches, no homework. The best. <laughs> good stuff. All right, Em. We'll chat to you next Saturday. All right, sounds good. Have a good one, everyone. Talk to you later. See bye, mate. Bye. 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 There's Em from Lucinda Fishing. I'm Lodge. actually going to get Jason Wilhelm on the phone while you have a little bit of a chat. You can continue chatting with me anyway. And then uh, Terry, we haven't forgotten about you. We just got to knock uh, Jason on the head first. Pardon the pun. Hopefully, but they that's his that number you have there is his. Um, let me turn that off. His number. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Well, we'll get it happening. Yeah, it should be.
Hopefully. Yeah. But, yeah, Jace, we'll have a chat with Jace because very, very good on empowerment fishing back in the day was... Um, yeah. Still is. Still very good. And has um, put out a couple of... On- well, an online course. Yeah. I'm going to try that again because his phone number's switched off, my friend. Well, hang on. Let me give you... Oh, four. No, I won't read that one out. No, don't read his number out on air. So, so yeah, very, very good up there in the empowerment type stuff. Yeah, it so. is. Let me just see if you are... Re- You're going to be doing a couple of trips there? I'm going to go down to Faust, mate. Is that the number you're ringing or is that an old number you have in our book? Uh, I reckon that might be a, an old number. Ring that one on my phone and then yep. I will update our No, that's, that's the exact one. Is it? Yep. Give him a go again. Okay. One more oh, go. I'm going to give it a go again. Um, but, and then we can ring Terry. But, yeah, I'm going to go down to Faust because I like sneaking down to Faust. I can catch something over 55 centimetres down there. Not in big numbers like a, a few guys get, but it's yeah. it's such a nice place. You can actually jump out and have a swim. Jason's um, let you down again. Has he? It's a, it's, a, it's a few times now. I'm not saying anything. He might be on the phone to someone. He could be. Did He's it, a busy boy, what though. What to do? Just go straight to answer a machine? Yeah. Yep. Three times in a row. So. Well, we'll try him in, in after we spoke to Terry. Yeah, yeah definitely. He might I'll be on a call. Terry. A call? He could be ringing us. Hang on. I doubt it. Well, you never know. But, yeah, going to head down to Faust and have a little sticky beak around Faust. And, and um, yeah, Jace is ringing us back. Whoa. Give him a ring now. I'll give Jace a... Yeah, cut. yeah, he was just ringing us. Here, I'll give you his number again. Thank you. You keep talking for a moment. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, going to sneak down to Faust and have a little bit of a play. It's sort of a, a very different fishery down there to what we're used to here. A bit more sight fishing. I suppose you call it. Yeah. Um, with watching them tail around the weeds and and bits and pieces. So, yeah. So all that good stuff um, that you do down there. Is it, it's ringing this time. Yeah. He, he must he have just, been out. Yeah. He just rang us back. Yeah. yeah. I could see the yep. number on our phone. So. Hey, big Jace. We're live to air already. I'm going to put you through now. Okay, buddy. There he is. Okay. Cool. Who's there? Who's there? Me. Just Gazza and Who's I. There? Me and Marty. Jace. The little leprechaun and Marty. R- Roger that. Roger gotcha. Boys. Ha- hey, Thanks, buddy. Mate. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. How's yourself? Fantastic, mate. Geez, you're a hard bloke to get hold of. You're too busy, mate. Oh, no, just it's good to duck and weave, mate. You, you um, like to leave all the limelight stuff and all the um, all the busy stuff to the kids so you can go and do the things that you need to do with um, with, with little fanfare, mate. I like it that way. Duh, too true, mate. You, because over the, over the years, probably 30, 30 years, you've been... Up there uh, in the limelight, doing in the early days. We we're actually talking about um, the early days of your guiding and your impoundment fishing. You had just about every TV celebrity jump in the boat with you and do a show with you back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I guess that's true. I mean, I never really looked at it like that, guys. But um, I guess looking back on it, it's it's probably a fair indication of um, you know the will for people to want to get the message out there about. You know, Empowerment Barra, certainly, I never chased um, TV shows or anything like that. Like, it was always a contact through a sponsor or, yep. you know, um, or, or, you know, or a general catch-up at, say, after or something. And, you know, the the, the, uh, the offer to do a show would, would always... It's obviously a benefit to both parties, you know? Yeah. And certainly when you're, when you're trying to build a, uh, a profile in order to, you know evolved into a guide and things like that like it's always going to be the best form of advertising that you could ever have you know and, and yep. you can you can really lean on that as a guide and certainly 
um, you know, as far as getting clients is concerned, somebody that people recognise and have seen on telly and whatever, like that, that you can't you can't buy that sort of advertising. And of course, for the show itself, um, you know, it gains ratings and stuff. You know, and I know talking to Paul Worsling, like the the, the Barra um, empowerment shows that I've done with him at Monja and like still rate the highest that he ever did because that's how popular the empowerment barra scene was back then. Yes. You know? And certainly is today and, and is growing, you know, back to that level. But, you know, if you, you guys know as well as I do, you've been around a long time, that, that those days, you know, the you know what we call the heydays or whatever you yep. want to call it, um, they were, it was certainly the word on everyone's lips. So anything that had the word empowerment barra attached to it was like, I need to watch that, I want to learn from that, or I want to just see that, you know, to see if it's something that I'm interested in doing. So, yeah, um, yeah, like you're right in what you say that, that, you know, I guess I was doing a lot of that, and these days I like to do the exact opposite. And certainly, you know, like I've slowed right down on socials and stuff. I just really enjoy my own personal time with, you know, with the people that yep. I like to spend time with. And, and, um, and I, like the, I like to see these young up-and-coming kids and... Um, anglers that are looking to build a profile, I love watching, you know, how they go about it in today's world. So it's it's cool yes. to see, you know, the difference. And, you know, back in our day, it was all about magazines and TV shows. So yeah. It's about YouTube and socials, you know. Yeah, no, you're right, mate. It's YouTube's made it so easy now. And I think it's, I think it's getting flooded now. To be honest, yeah, with there's a, yeah, I, I agree. There's like it's it's great, but it's flooded with a lot of, uh, I suppose, boring content. There's some really good stuff there. Um, and not just fishing and all sorts of stuff, caravanning or four wheel driving. Yeah, um, yeah, certainly. Yep, I agree. Yeah, but we were talking earlier on uh, in the show about about your early days because coming up to the first of November, obviously saltwater barra closure. Uh, and yep. some freshwater areas, and we were talking about um, uh, fishing impoundments when when the season's closed. In the early days, um, we reckon you were probably one of the, the first, or if the first, to throw frogs around impoundments in those early days of videos that were nearly in black and white, mate, they were that long ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I, look, I, I, you know, when it comes to frogs, I certainly wasn't the first to, to throw frogs, you know, for Barra. Yep. Uh, like, you know, the, obviously frogs have been around for a lifetime. Long before I was ever born, they were, they've been utilised in various forms of timbers and, you know, hard plastics and all sorts of things. And then all those weedless frogs and, you know, a lot of that sort of thing. But what nobody was doing was fishing them in a way that I kind of discovered in yep. the journey um, of fishing plastics and utilising speed to trigger barra, you know. So... I guess people get a bit, I've seen people get a bit upset when, you know, somebody said, oh, you know, Jace was the first to use frogs and that. And I've, like, I've never made that claim. It's more so what other people say, but it's, it's, a, it's actually the technique that was not done by, by people because, you know, as you guys are aware, the, the whole deal about bar has always been as slow as you can go. But a lot of us underground or more underground anglers have been utilising different methods for a long time. Um, I know that I'd never seen anything like what I discovered, you know, no. um, during that that period of time, um, utilising a frog that could skip, well, not so much skip, but it sort of be a, a track, you know, like stuck to the surface, but also, um, you know, those t- the, the two legs just really drilling 
and, you know, creating that cadence and, and water disturbance, which was clearly the key thing, you know, that was triggering the fish, you know. The, yep. The barra were never thinking that that was a frog. I mean, we've nobody's ever seen a frog swim that fast, <laughs> you know, and it doesn't. And you'll never, you never will, you know. Yeah. But, but the frog was just simply a vehicle to carry a hook, um, and the fact that he could do what it, what I needed it to do, which was maintain contact with the surface, but also, um, one, also carry a hook, yep. um, cast a ball. And, you know, do the business in regards to, you know, inciting that um, reaction strike from Barra. So. Yeah, was it was it back in the day when you when you were doing around Wonga and those areas, was it still um, like today you see it was sighting? You still see that tail or you still see that, that fin on the back of them in the weeds? Yeah, you still see that today. I mean, yes. that, that, when you see Barra tailing, that's, that's um, you know, generally associated with... Uh, Weather front usually is southerly, or, or yep. and a change in barometer, and, and what when you're seeing barra tailing like that, that's they're actually digesting. Those fish aren't really catchable; they've already eaten. Their head, their head is down. For you to see a barra tail, you have to think about it logically. The fish's nose is going to be almost directly into facing the bottom, you yep. know, for its tail to be like that, and they're using gravity um, to help with the digestive system, right? So yep. They're not fish that were ever targeted by me in the weed beds. What I targeted was the areas that I knew fish were hiding in, um, yep. areas that had had, like, islands of weed and, and you know, um, had other components to them, like it had a barrier at the front and a long fetch, a, long, a really long fetch. You know, the longer the fetch, the better in the dam. And at the front of the weed bed, it needed what I'd call a barrier, much like the barrier reef does, you know? Yep. It shelters the swell, but also lets the nutrients run through it. So the barra are sitting in those areas for a reason. They're hiding, yep. they're comfortable, and, you know, they're ambush predators. So they, those components coming together with a bait that you can utilise to trigger them, because I saw all these barra in these weed beds, but I could not get them to bite. I couldn't, to, I couldn't get them to eat a weedless plastic. I couldn't get them to eat a hard body. They spooked if you used a, a surface lure, like a paddler or anything yep. like that, you know, a bill's bug. There was, I tried everything that I knew to try and get one of these fish to bite, and they yep. wouldn't bite. And then the day that it all happened was Craig Simmons and I, we were fishing as uh, Team Shimano in ABT, and in the pre-fish, you know, Simo bought these frogs up that I actually also got some from Phil Strader, who was a bass pro at the time. Yep. Um, and I looked at these things and thought, if we can get a hook through these and cast them, we'll try a slow roll on them. And that's what we did. Well, what happened was Simo cast one out and let it sink, slowly sink and slow rolled it. It got fouled up. And I said, I oh, just burn it out. Just burn it out. <laughs> so he's burned it out. And guess what happened? Like a hundred centimetre barra ate it. <laughs> yeah. Was that a Zoom horny toad? That was a Zoom horny toad, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the video footage that John Henke done, um, we, and that was a week after ABT, that's exactly what we, that's exactly how we figured it out. Like, was quite simply, we got the Zoom horny toad, Simo bought some up, Phil gave his thumb, we had the SWS hook, we tried to use them to swim subsurface slow, and obviously we hadn't had any, any success, and Simo's burnt that one back, and next minute, boom, and I've you know, the the old pennies dropped immediately with me because I just knew the reason that fish ate that frog was because of the speed. 
Yep. Yeah, we just started burning frogs and, you know, adapting that technique and, and perfecting it. And, and I ended up nearly, nearly winning the ABT bar on it. I got second. I got yep. beaten by three centimetres. Oh. And, you know, and, and I fished on surface the whole time, which, you know, for a bar event in the middle of the day, it just, it's not it just bad. Happen, you know? Yeah, it did. So I, was, I was stoked with the fact that I wasn't that worried about not winning, but I was stoked that we really uncovered something that was, to me, clearly was going to be not a one-off and clearly something pretty special. The yeah. only thing in hindsight I wish I had it done was, um, you know, imported Zoom horny toads because I probably could have made a bit of money. Yeah, out of it. you're not wrong. I haven't seen. Anyway, I don't see them around these days as much as you used to. You can still get them. You can from through yeah, Mans. You can still, we still import them. Um, well, well, I still buy them from overseas. And, oh right, yeah. Um, and fishing bits in Toowoomba stocks them, and some other good tackle stores stock them as well. Yep. Um, and for me, they're still the best frog that I've ever used. You know, Squidgy then jumped on board and said, "Come on, Jace, we've got to make this frog." So, you know, I helped Bushy design the bullfrog, but they completely stuffed up the hardness of the plastic. So, it, the, the initial, um, you know, bullfrogs that Shimano had were brilliant, and and they had the right density of plastic. But unfortunately, when they turned up from, you know, mass production, they were four densities harder. Yep. They just never swam as good. You had to boil the things to get them to work. So yep. although they sold crazy, they just didn't continue to sell because of that reason. They just didn't get the density right. Yeah, was that so, yeah, all, was the yeah. frog always your go-to in the empowerments? Because I remember big paddle tails came out and they were sort of fairly popular. And you had a, a, a jig head design for the big paddle tails. Did, did oh, you? That was just for the slick rig, you know. Yep. The, the jig head that I designed was just like everyone's copied now and is out there now is just uh, the stinger rig that I created for with TT for the um, you know for the slick for the slick rig you know yep. so you could just pull the slick rig hook out and replace it with a better hook and a stinger arrangement but no I've been using softies I've been using slick rigs you know long before and long after the frog I mean the frog's just one of those methods, lures and techniques, it's a time and a place, you know. Yeah. In other words, if you've got the right conditions, if you've got the right type of weed bed and structure there, the zoom or the frog becomes a really, really good option. But if you turn up to a dam that's, you know, 100 feet deep and got, you know, sheer cliff edges and no weed beds, well, the frog's pretty useless to you, you know. Yeah. It's one of those... It's one of those time and a place lures that, you know, there's there's 20 or 30 of them in a good barra anglers, you know, um, yep. boat because there's not one lure that does everything. But the frog, like I said, you know, in, in its time and in place is, one, the most exciting way you'll ever catch a big damn fish. Two, yep. you can use them in the salt in the same way for wild fish. But, but three, you know, importantly, a time and a place. Yeah, mate, it... it it's interesting um, with all the different techniques, but when you jump on an impoundment, say you go, say you went to Faust, yeah. what do you look for to head to? Which part of the dam? Big dams. You get there, you drop yeah, your boat in. What do you look for? Well, I, before I even put the boat in, mate, I, I um, stop at usually the highest point to have a look at how the wind's affecting the dam. Yep. Uh, and then from that, you can base a, a game plan pretty damn quickly about what, um, what areas of that dam you're going to target? You know whether you've been there before or or not. It doesn't matter. The point is you can you can formulate a plan. You know pretty bloody quickly based on what the weather conditions are doing, and also 
what the forecast is and also what yep. the weather has just been. They're your, th- they're your biggest tips you'll ever get to go and successfully, you know, fish yep. empowerment. And you can effectively rule out, you know, 60 70% of a dam just by utilising those fundamentals, you know. So that's what I do. And then once I've done that, I then, you know, make my way to those areas and start sounding and site imaging and, and you know, getting a core water temp, you know, from the basin yep. to see what that temperature is yep and once once you do that again you can you can um formulate further a plan and and see whether the fish are sitting deep and whether they're fishing in mid whether they're in mid water or whether they're actually you know up high you know it yeah. depends also on the time of year we're coming into summer so the thermocline is going to come into play so you can be looking in 120 feet of water and and watching everyone zoom past you and going down in the trees and going to weed beds and you can be catching fish 50 metres from the ramp, you know, on the thermocline. So yeah. there's a lot of factors that come into that, Gary. It's a it's a tricky question and, and certainly one that's got a lot of answers, but I guess that, in a nutshell, is how you're going to Is the key. Out. I know you've spoke without to... Even, it. Without even thinking about a lure, you know. You yep. haven't even thought about a presentation yet because... There's more important things that, that you need to consider, and that is where you're going to fish and why and where the fish are and why they're there and the depth that they're at, and then you can start formulating methods in regards to how you're going to target them with what lures. Yeah, no, it's it's a good thing, mate. I know you've told us once before, like, uh, where the wind's pushing on to a point or uh, pushing up against the bank because everything gets blown across the bank. You know, the dam, the warm water, the food um, is a good place to to start looking if you're if you're a newbie to empowerment fishing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's current that's driven. There's no tide in dams, no matter what anyone tells you. There's simply no tide in dams. Um, but what there is is um, wind-driven current, and and if you know anything about Barra, you know that they like to utilise, um, you know, nature's yep. maximums. You know that if there's water current and tide. Obviously, they're going to use that to ambush their prey. So places that are, that are windblown are always going to play an important role, and it's why I, I love fishing a dam. The stronger the wind, the better. It's, it's shit conditions yes. for an angler, but absolutely prime conditions for the fish. And, yep. and, you know, anyone that whinges about the wind, they, you know, that's fair. I can understand it. It might be uncomfortable for you, but you don't realise that the fishing conditions are absolutely prime. You know, yep. you're going to get the best available current you're going to get a maximum flow you're going to get a lot of food driven into an area and when you understand the fish you're targeting and know that that fish loves to to ambush their prey i mean it's not hard to figure out why those conditions are so bloody good you know it's just what makes yeah Yeah, so it's put make things easy yeah so put up with that uh lump little bit of lumpiness and persist in that area well sometimes it's big lump guys you know you boys know like fishing south in a 25 to 35 (laughs) not southeast is no fun like it's gnarly it's horrible yes you need to have a boat that's capable of doing it but mate I'll take 45 knots, and I've fished in that at Owonga and up north. And I tell you, in those sorts of conditions, if your boat is safe and you know how to utilise a boat in those conditions, like you'll see the best fishing you've ever seen when it comes to barrel. Like, yeah, no, just that... As um, good as it gets. Yeah, putting up. Hey, here's one for you then, mate. Uh, the yep. uh, introduction of live scope or live imaging, all that type of thing. Um, what, yeah, do, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, look, it's a really, it's a, it's an interesting conversation and one that, you know, takes a lot of time to digest. But, you know, from my perspective and what I teach in my course is that, you know, if you can afford live 
you know, I think that's yep. a bloody good tool. Um, would I stand there and, and, you know, head down and fish the whole session? I've, I've done a little bit of it. And, mate, it doesn't suit me because I'm an eyes-up fisherman, you know. Yeah. I, I, I use the, the cues and and the things that I know that I've learned over time on the water and nature's cues to, to, you know, that's how I fish. Now, the guys that do do that, I think it's pretty phenomenal and amazing in, in how they do it. And, you know, there's a lot to it as well. It's not straight up. You know, obviously there's a lot of things that, you know, people can see from standing back and going, you know, wow, look at the size of the fish yeah. these people are catching that they weren't catching before. So you can't tell me that the technology hasn't had a huge impact on the fisheries. Like yep. it's, it's that, that's just straight up coming from a person that's, you know, on the, you know, a neutral, I've, I've got a neutral attitude towards it. In other words, have I got it? I've got it on my boat. Have I used it? No, because I haven't got it fully set up and I've only got a new boat. Yep. Have I used it? Yes, I have, but I don't use it in the way that, others do that guys in tournaments pretty much have to do um because if you want to win that's what it's it's simply what it's going to take one interesting thing with it jace before we let you go is um and this has been a few comments and some from influential fishermen especially in tournament uh situations that are using live if they've got more than one on the boat let's say they're fishing with two other lads or, or girls in in their um in their boat in the competition the other two are really left out. It, it, it's, it's causing, 100%. yeah, it's causing arguments. Yeah, agree. It's totally cause, agree. yeah, yeah. The boat atmosphere is crap to the point where people go, "I'll never fish on that boat again while there's life because I might as well totally be weaning in the wind." Think, yeah, look, it's why I don't fish tournaments anymore because, yep. well, that's not one of the. It's, sorry, it's part of the reason. There's, a, I've got a lot of other reasons because I've already done it. Yeah, and I don't feel like I want to go back to it. There's a lot of things I don't like about live. There's no doubt about it. You know, what you just raised there, Marty, is definitely one of them. Yep. The other thing that I really don't like is I've got two young kids. You know, I've got two 15-year-old boys that love fishing and want to get into tournaments eventually. How are they going to afford 15 grand's worth of electronics to yep. actually keep up with the guys that are using it? For sure. I, you know, I just find it sad in ways that that's the way we're going. But I'm also been around long enough to know that I accept... Um, and I love technology. I really do. Yeah. What I, you know, can you understand why I don't have yeah. a solid oh, opinion on either? Because definitely. I love tech, and it's bloody phenomenal when you see it. No, it doesn't suit my method. Yep. And also my physical aspects, which is having a broken neck in the past. I can't stare at a screen. <laughs> I've tried doing it for an hour, and I, I'm nearly seized up because I can't. My neck is fused, so I can't physically look at a screen in one spot for that long. It yeah. doesn't suit me. Does it suit other people? Yeah, bloody well, it may do. And, and I and I don't hold any grudges against anybody that uses it because no. if I was tournament fishing, I know I've got to bloody use it. And I know if you talk to any of the bass guys in the US, if they don't got it, they ain't winning. It's as simple yeah. as that. 100%. So, yeah. if, like, if Gaz and I were heading down the fouls now, neither of, I, neither of us have it right at the moment. Yeah. If it was a tournament situation, you're best off just staying in bed. You're not going to win. Don't think, I, I, you, look, I'll be straight up with you, mate. It's quite simple. If you don't have live, um, you're that far behind the eight ball yep. before, before you've even hit the water. It's just not funny. And oh. I, that's, that's probably something that I don't like about... I, I would like to see two different types of comps, you know? Have a live scope comp or yep. a live yep. whatever. 
and then have anglers that, that just use basic sonar. You know, I know that sounds no, not at know, all. tricky and hard to do because there's side imaging and down imaging, but I can tell you from where I stand, there's not a hope in hell that side imaging and down imaging has had the same impact as what I've seen live had as far no. as yeah. what people are catching. It's incredible, man. Yeah, you only got to watch a couple of YouTube videos yeah, to go, that is ridiculous. Far to go, shit, that dude was not catching them fish, you know, pre-live. Yep, and I yeah. don't take any credit away from him or her. No. I think that's bloody outstanding, and I see an incredible growth in that angler and just take admiration from that. Yeah, but yeah. what I see is how it's evolved to this point where we see that level of detail and, you know, continually presenting to that fish in order to make it bite. I mean, yeah. it's amazing that we're even thinking about it, but the thing that scares me, boys... The thing that scares me the most is where this technology is in its absolute infancy right now. Like, we're talking, go back to a very, very basic analogue Nokia versus the latest iPhone 15. With this live tech, we're at the very basic analogue Nokia right now. We're going to be our own worst enemies. We're giving the Greens a lot of... Well, I just, yeah, look, there's... You know, like, I I tend to steer away from this question because it's such a can of worms. But it also, it, it can really, really get people to form opinions on you based on your judgment. So I, it's why, it's one of the main reasons I remain really neutral on it. I also, you know, I'm also sponsored by a brand that, that gives me this product to, to utilise. And I do use it, but not in the way you see people. I use it in ways more like to, to verify what it is that I'm looking at. In other words, if I'm seeing fish on the sound of the screen, you know, you can really quickly quantify that you've got barrels. Yeah. Hey, mate. You can uh, see the thing swimming, you know, we, for we, sure. We don't mind on the show. Which sounders do you run in your boat these days? Uh, I run Lowrance yep. or Simrad, anything from Navico. Like, I've been with those guys since. Days. Yeah. Like, when I won my first ABT, those guys on Humminbird jumped in the boat with me and said, and I had Tim Morgan on one side and um, Johnny Schofield on the other, and they said, Jace, which one do you want? And I was like, Jesus, are you serious? You know, like, yeah. uh, you know, I've been fishing for 28 years before I got my first sponsorship, and that was it. But the point is, I had the opportunity to go up with either one, and, and both of them have brilliant products. You know, it wasn't an easy one, but I'd always used Lawrence as a kid, and I knew the, I knew the, um, I knew my way around it, you know, yeah. and I guess. I, that's why I went with Navicos. So that was a long time ago, and they've been with me ever since. You know, he's a good lad, Ken, good. down there. Absolutely, they've, they've got a raft of good people. But yeah. so do all the brands. You know, like I, it's, you just marvel at the technology. Yeah, mate, we uh, um, we we're looked after by the the team at Hummingbird, and um, yeah, all, great stuff. Yeah, although their live is um, is not uh, up to speed with a lot of a lot of the not live yet, now, but it's getting there. Be. Yeah, it will. And yeah. look, I deal a lot with the Hummingbird guys because I'm also with Minkota. So, yep. you know, like I, you know, I see Marcel and the crew all the time. Yeah. I saw them at the Flatty Classic the other day. And I've got a lot of good friends over there as well. Like, they've got brilliant product. And their side and down imaging is like... Serious. Second to none. Absolutely amazing. Although yeah. I will say that the new, the new Lorant stuff, the brand new... And they finally realised just how important it is to have chirp on down and side imaging. Yeah. And, and now I'm starting to see footage. Yeah, mate, they have to... It does, 
it doesn't matter what technology is. If you don't keep up with the with the competition, you go, you don't last very long. And and mate, we we always say we've got mates that run Garmin, they run Lawrence, and and we're yeah. we're Hummingbird, but um, yeah. they all they all work perfectly well and and suit whatever you use. So so well, yeah, I mate, like it's a it's we've a got choices. Yeah, and it's a changing. It's such a fast changing world, as you said with the live. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Hey, mate, we won't hold you. Up, but much longer. But um, how are your online yep. courses going, and when's your next one, mate? Uh, I've actually I haven't run a course for about six months, basically yep. because it's been a financial nightmare for pretty much anyone and everyone in Australia. You know, over the last yes. twelve months, it's been seriously challenging times. So all I've done is just put the course. You know, I haven't released any courses, and I'm getting people ask me when the next one is, and I actually haven't decided yet. All right. I haven't actually got a date, Gaz, but I'll certainly let people know. Yeah, let us know, mate, and we'll pump it along when you put one up. Mate, always a pleasure to have you on the show and have a chat. Yeah, for sure. Good to chat to you, Marty, and same to you, guys. Good on you, Jace. Thanks, bro. Good on you, Jace. See you, mate. See See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There's Jace Wilhelm, mate. Absolute freak. How cool is is his knowledge in a dam or even any fishing, whether it be marlin he's not fishing? Normal, mate. No, he's good. He's a good lad, and he he gives us the time whenever we want it. So for sure, uh, I'm not going to throw to an ad. Yeah, um, who I you am going to call Gordo. Yeah, and uh, and then if we've got a little bit of time yet, we're going to here cross we go. I got a ca- I got a tip from Woodsy with your bearings. Wait up. Well, just... Woodsy said when you're changing your bearings, when you press your your big bearing in the back. Put some gearbox oil in between your um, big bearing and before you push your small bearing in. Looks like Gordo is uh, off message bank. Oh, because well, he might be on the on the phone. So when you put the gearbox oil in between your bearings and pack them up, um, Woodsy said, if your bearing's starting to fail, that gearbox oil will come out of your bearing and you'll actually see it on the rim of your tire. Right. So, good little tip there. That's and, a great tip. And for Monday, uh, happy 17th birthday to young Jack. 17 already. So, uh, be out of your hair soon, Rick and Peter. Don't worry about him. <laughs> Show him the door. Yes, so, most yeah, definitely. Interesting there about the uh, the gearbox oil in between your bearings. And then as that bearing starts to deteriorate, you'll start noticing the gearbox oil on your rim and, and uh, leaking out of there. So you know it's time to uh, to yeah. change them. I'm just giving Terry a call now yeah, because he wants to have a bit of a chat to us um, about a few trailer tips that he's got. Yeah. So um, we'll see if he can get through. That was a really good segment with Jace. He's good, mate. He uh, His yeah. knowledge in those. And I remember For sure. he's very humble. Because I've never seen anyone using a frog. Yeah. In hey, Taz, I'm putting it, you through live now. Gary's going to have a chat. I've never seen Thanks, him, anyone use a frog in impoundments before he did. And he was right. They ripped them back at such a speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was found through accident. Yes. Morning, Terry. How are you, buddy? Good, Marty. Good. Good. Hey, Gary? hey Taz, how are you? Oh, wonderful. Fan. How's retirement, mate? Loving it? Better than my last job. <laughs> I bet it was. How's the fishing? You doing plenty? Yeah, mate. Yeah, getting down the southern creeks a bit. and yeah, Beautiful. I think I'm finding the more you fish, the luckier you get. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Take it while you can get it, mate. Now, um, you're listening to our rather interesting topic on uh, trailers this morning, and you said you had a couple of hints that you wanted to uh, share with our listeners. Yeah, mate, probably... 50 years of towing a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'd know one or um, two things. I've had one knocked off. Yes. Which, that was about 10.30 at night. 
Yep. I actually got to the door of the car before I thought, there's no trailer. Yeah, that's... that's and being in that situation... And we're going to... Yes. Again, yep. Because it's very hard to get your boat out of the water without a trailer. It is <clears> really, really hard. And I had one of my especially listeners... with your missus. <laughs> yeah, nightmare. I had one of my listeners call before saying that he had his uh, tampered with, um, you know, that the lights were um, disconnected, uh, yeah. you know, your safety chains disconnected, which can be a really dangerous thing with your safety chains, especially if they oh, yeah. uh, take the clip off the, the safety part of the ball. Because when you're bringing up your trailer and... Mm and the weight of the boat comes on a certain angle, if you've got your body in the way or your face or whatever, that boat is yeah. going to fly up and it is going to break anything that it hits, whether it be your jaw, whatever. So yeah. just incredibly dangerous. So yeah. Yeah, well, I've, gone, yep. yeah. I've gone from the, the ball, yes. the tow ball. I'm, I've got picked up one of those poly blocks that they use on the uh, camper trailers. Okay. I will never go back to a ball. <laughs> okay, so explain the poly block. Treg. <clears throat> oh, yes. Treg, yeah, treg yeah, hitch. The ones they use on the camper trailers, just, yeah, treg hitch. And Blake got rid of it because uh, his trailer was too heavy and he took the car off and it was so hard to line up when he came back. Yeah. My boat, the only time I put my boat on and off the trailer is on concrete. So okay. it's just as easy as the ball, but if I was on dirt, it's it's much more difficult to line up. But once it's in, you push that pin through it, right, it just tows like you don't even know it's there. Yeah, amazing. How and, good is that? Yeah, and I put a lock on mine too after I had it stolen. Where did it get stolen from, Tez? National Park. Yeah. Uh, actually, I was up here on my honeymoon. That was 47 years ago. <laughs> okay. Even back then we had scum. <laughs> even back then, mate. Yeah. And I could run two heavy chains. Another mate of mine had one that bounced off on the trailer, off the trailer, and went straight under a truck, Ugh. and uh, it just it flattened it. Yes. And I thought at the time, what if it had been a little Hyundai Getz or something like that? Yeah, would have made. Be in jail. Yeah. Be in jail. Yeah. So if I run two heavy chains. <laughs> Do you crisscross uh, them then? like I was talking about? I've been told that that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. And yeah, I do. I yeah, me you. too. I can see the theory behind it. Yep. So, and it makes complete sense to me. So, I, I definitely it's do it. Supposed to make it more stable if it does come off. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't fly around as much. May I ask? Has it, has it, have you ever had your uh, boat come off the ball before? At the bottom of the driveway. At the yep. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. That's where. But like. Jono and Joe before theirs came off to one hundred. And to be honest, they're actually really, that's really lucky, weren't me, they? Mate. That's what scares me. Yeah, because for if sure. If it comes off and goes across the road, yeah, you'll, you've got no control over it and you'll kill someone. And yeah. another car coming the other way. And there's a good chance there's it will flip you can. as well? Yes, it yeah. could. Depending yeah, on the size of, bit of control. Nothing the control. I the hardest part is not touching your brakes. That, it's just letting it roll and hoping that everything stays where it is. But I think as soon as you, if you hit your brakes pretty hard, you're in trouble. All shit starts to happen then. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you so people. One I had the, yeah. The bolt. Yeah, the bolts, the two bolts that hold your caliper on. Yeah. Yeah, brakes. Yes. Yeah, um, cable brakes. One of the bolts came out. Oh, okay. You know, I do them up real tight and have why or how, I don't know. But mm. there was roadworks just south of town and I pulled up and I went to go and the car moved about a metre and then just 
jammed. And I thought, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Reversed, went forward, same thing, got out, and yeah, eventually found the caliper had fallen down onto the rim. Oh. It was just locking on. Yeah. So now when I pull my caliper, what I've done, I've got the four bolts, and I've drilled about a three mil hole through the head of the bolt, and I run a piece of stainless wire wired between the two bolts. So okay. Come out yeah, makes absolute <laughs> sense. While we've got you, are you a bearing buddies man or a straight cap? I use um, oh, the ones with the glass. They're not bearing buddy. The, the no, oil? Got a glass. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I took the oil out and put grease in. Okay. And you can see, but after a while, you can't really see much in them, but they work. Yes. And... Uh, Jeez, I forget the name of the things now. No, and you're running Timkin bearings as well. Oh, Japanese, mate. Anything yeah. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, they're the go, aren't they? I won't touch Chinese bearings. They're probably as good now. Yeah, it's just yeah, what you're I've used to. Used, it's not broken. I've what about Japanese SKF? Same thing. Yeah, they're Japanese, mate. Yep. Yeah, my mate Al recommends them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Never changed yeah, bearing in his life, anything. but he reckons SKF. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I think anything Japanese, mate. Any quality bearing. And most of the Japanese, well, I presume they're all made in Jap- Japan now. I guess if you look at the package, you probably find they're made in China like everything else. Stamped Japan. Designed uh, and engineered Japan, yeah. in Japan by Japan in China. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, Tez. <laughs> all right, gents. Hey, that's awesome feedback. We really appreciate it, my friend. No drama. All right, good on you, mate. Have right. a good one. See ya. There's a Terry giving us a few tips on... He's trailer. trailer. Yes. Yeah. And uh, like before, and it's a sad thing to say, but when you get back to the boat ramp, just have a quick check. Just make sure yeah. it hasn't been tampered with Well, poor with old Nighty anyway. up at Fisher's one year, um, someone undone his wheel nuts a little bit. Yeah. Um, and was very lucky, never, never wrecked everything, car, no, boat, well, everything. There was a... St- Space of that going yeah. on. Yeah. When we had five or six listeners say that my bed, yeah. my, my wheel nuts had been loosened off. Absolutely ridiculous, horrifying. You you will go if you get caught and the wheel comes off and kills someone. Yeah. You're going for murder. Yes. An absolute idiot. Well, I don't. I can't. I just yeah, can't crazy. fathom that, guys. All right, we're going to go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, I'm going to try Gordo again. Try Gordo yeah, again, yeah. yes. And hopefully we can get on to Gordon. All right, here's a nice little ditty for you that I'm pretty sure that you'll enjoy. We're hoping that you're enjoying the show this morning. We reckon we're having a cracker. Cheers.
4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Remote voting in the referendum starts soon. The AEC is sending teams to many remote areas to collect your vote. If you're aged 18 years and over, you must vote, so make sure you're ready. To find out when voting teams will be near you, visit aec.gov.au, check your local newspaper, community notice board, or call 132326. When you vote, your answer matters. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. Ah, another great day in the city of Townsville. You, put your hands behind your back and get on the ground. Yeah, right, okay, 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 okay. Identify yourself. Who are you and what are you doing Uh, here? Dave Daly and I work here. It's it's work, okay? That's where I work. What's in your pockets? Okay, I've I've got a double pass to the movies and also a $50 seafood voucher. Oh, really? So what do you do for a living? I'm the breakfast announcer here at 4K1G, if you really want to know. Oh, wow. Uh, Well, you've got any giveaways? Ring in like everybody else. I can't just... Give it to you. You just keep your hands where we can see them. Oh, sorry. The hell is this? Hey. Oh, so you're on the radio. Yeah, well, I guess that would explain why you're driving around in this flashy Ford Cortina. Thank you. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot to base. Calling for backup. we got a fat guy here who looks like he might be trouble. Fat? The Dave Daly Show. Weekdays from 6am on 4K1G. Too deadly. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Remote voting in the referendum starts soon. The AEC is sending teams to many remote areas to collect your vote. If you're aged 18 years and over, you must vote, so make sure you're ready. To find out when voting teams will be near you, visit aec.gov.au, check your local newspaper, community notice board, or call 132326. When you vote, your answer matters. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show. Gaz and I have had a ball this morning and hopefully we've brought you some great knowledge. We're going to continue in that vein with one of our favourite sponsors, Gordon Cleveland Bay Seafood. Good morning, Gordon. How are you, buddy? Not bad yourself. Mate, we're having a ball this morning. Really, really good time before I've got to shoot off and go paint a bloody house. So I'm living the best life I can for the moment because it all goes downhill for the next week. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> anyway. Well, that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah, it is, mate. It is. At least I'm on the... At least you're not missing any uh, good weather to go fishing, though, when you're doing it. Tell me about it. It is horrible. Typical. Three weeks in a row. Out of control. See, we get one absolute midweek of weather these days, and then we pay for it with three, four, five weeks in a row of crap. Mother Nature, she's got it in for us fish shows, Gordon. Mate, what people don't realise, it's a natural closure. Yes, that is the natural closure, exactly. You know, and and unfortunately none of this gets gets uh, recorded or darted as a natural closure, but, you know... No. It's, it's always been there, so it's always good. Yeah, and the problem with this natural closure is they seem to be getting more and more extended. I mean, I'm not a climate change believer, uh, to be honest, but <laughs> I don't know. Our, our, our winds and everything seem to be getting a lot stronger and a lot more frequent. I will say that. Or maybe we're just unlucky or maybe I'm just overly keen and I'm noticing it a, a, a lot more. I'd say you're overly keen and noticing it a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh. Me too. Yeah. I'm going with that one because, like I say, I don't believe in climate change. But, um, yes. Hey, how's the shop game going? Yeah, we're plodding away nicely. I've got a good load of a local barra come in this week, which was quite nice. The boys found a, found a handful, and they're quite beautiful and fresh. Excellent. So we've got them in the window. Yes. Um, I've gone and put a few prawns on special. So I've got some nice cooked Endeavour prawns. Yep. They're $25.90 a kilo or two kilos for $40. That's or incredible. Five kilo boxes, or I've got five kilo boxes for 100 bucks. Yeah, that is so cheap, Gordo. It really is. And they are tasty buggers too. We bought a couple of kilos last week. Absolutely beautiful. So, we've got, so you know, we've got them for the next two days, especially for the footy on. Yes. So, yeah, quite good today so we've got two brisbane teams in the finals yes very good we haven't actually we're talked about that this show yeah well you know we'll fill into today while you're painting anyway that's well you know put it on the radio it will mate you know the, you know the thing about it we've got um as we know the brisbane lions play in collingwood yes um in the afl in the nrl the broncos playing penrith, penrith. and also in the NSNRLW, um, the Titans are playing the Knights. So there's three Queensland, um, Queensland teams in all three uh, major yeah. sporting codes. I'm not a Broncos person, but I'll be supporting them because they're Queensland. Uh, Cows is my team, but if it's not the Cows, yeah. I will go the Bronx. So good luck to them. Most definitely. Yeah, well, you just got to barrack for anyone that's in Queensland. You can't. I'm hearing you. Other people. No, I agree you know? totally. Totally agree. Well, Anyone that doesn't live in Queensland is different, so you don't have to barrack for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, million-dollar question. So, yeah. Are you open Monday? We will be closed Monday on oh, a long holiday. Good for you. You're going to have a bit of family time, mate. Take a well-deserved break. Yeah, very much so. So, you know, like, as I said, every, the party's over on Monday, so we close for the day. So everyone will do something Sunday night as a whole working group. So we'll do it that way. Oh, good on you. That sounds yeah. brilliant. Mate, what are your opening hours for today and tomorrow? Mate, we're 5 o'clock today and 3 o'clock tomorrow. And, yeah, we'll go from there. Beautiful, Gordo. We fully appreciate your time and so appreciative of your sponsorship. Thank you very much. And uh, enjoy your weekend and especially your Monday with the family, buddy. 
We will. Thank you very much. See Good you. on you, Gordo. Good on you, Gordon. Thanks, mate. Bye. Well, ah, there we there go. We Gordon, Glen Bay Seafoods. Yeah, head down there and uh, get some beautiful seafood. Yeah. For the grand finals all on this week. Then head down there next weekend and get all your seafood because Bathurst's on. Bathurst? Yeah. How busy is the next two weeks then? Bathurst is still just as big now as what it was in oh, the... Oh, it's huge. Love it. I, I love it's watching the one it. That I don't like. sit there and watch it from start to finish, but but I do like um, getting in there, having a watch, and then... Um, have you got what, any more ad breaks to throw in there? Mate, there's one more ad break, and I think we'll just play an ad rather than a yes, song. because um, I've got the phone ringing. People are still wanting numbers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But we won't jump to it yet because we're a little bit early. Or we can take it now. We can, 10 we to can 10. Not, yeah, I suppose. Well, it's not quite 10 to 10. I think you're jumping the gun a little bit there, Gary. This clock's 20 plus minutes a, slow. Plus, I'm the boss of the console, so you don't really have a well, say to what that. decisions I make. Right, I'll sit back in my little corner and mope. Indeed. You're going to play an ad or... Yeah, yeah. Well, I was yeah. waiting for you to finish your gripe at me. It's all right. Yeah, it's Don't all keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld. Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Picture this, a Saturday afternoon with a cheeseburger, a margarita and some Jimmy Buffett tunes. All at the Bowley Barn Beer Garden. 1 till 5pm, October 14. Fins up at the Bowley Barn for the Parrothead Party. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this fantastic station. How's everything going for you this morning, Gaz? You had a good one, mate, or what? How many of them are you going to turn on and off? There you go. You are right now? Yeah. Don't you know which microphone's which yet? I'll I get... like to press buttons, No, no, my I'm friend. going to get Dave or Loz to put one, two and three on those microphones so you know I'm number I'm three. Verbally There's a quick you. call there, Marty. You take it. No, well, no, you fine. take it. Fine. And this is our last numbers if it's numbers. 
I think they're gone. No, they're still there. But how about you get the phone? Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, fishing show. No, they weren't they're there. They're still there. Where? Not on my line, they're not, brother. Oh, well, they're too late. Not on my line. Is it flashing now? It's flashing now. Well, go. Like yourself. Good morning, fishing show. Hey, Marty, it's Bruce. How you going, mate? Oh, Brucey, I am wonderful. Can you hear the way Gary talks to me? Yeah, I did, mate. He's bloody unreal, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, hey. I know. Hey, listen here, Mr. I'm glad I'm thick-skinned. Listen here, Mr. Curry. If it wasn't for me just then, he would have cut you off and not allowed you yeah, there the bingo know. number. He's pretty hopeless on the phone. Oh. I'll give didn't you just good switch teams? Good on you, Bruce. <laughs> you old bastard. I'll get you a number, Bruce, number 39 for you, mate. Yep, and grab one for Kyle, mate. We're sitting in the boat together. Has he got his gumboots on? Yeah, mate. Yeah, talking shit again. Yeah, 39, 39 and 40. You're 39, Kyle's 40. And uh, tell, tell him on his latest YouTube video, I noticed noticed he mentioned me about his gumboot wearing in the boat. Yeah, yeah. And grab one for Len too, mate. Lenny's, Lenny's 41, mate. Too easy, buddies. You oh. had a good weekend, eh? Good on you, mate. You guys too. Okay, mate. Thanks, Bruce. See you, buddy. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. There's Bruce Curry with Kyle and Lenny. Pretty hopeless on the phones. Well, he's only speaking the truth, mate. Really? Is that right? What are you trying to say, Bruce, telling porky pies? I am. Hey, I'm ready to give a prize away. Are you? Hey, uh, just a quick one. And I've got everything ready at the beginning of the show. Had had Joe ring in, sitting up there at Lake Tinaroo for a number? Yeah. Uh, Joe's fishing the ABT, on, which is the tournament up there on uh, Tinaroo. Yeah. The boys are sitting third at the moment. So uh, we'll keep an eye, fellas, and see how you finish. Most definitely. So uh, not a bad effort. He said fishing is very tough up there at... Um, the place of a million casts. At Tinaroo at the moment. It is Scotty. Indeed. Scotty Crab Measurer has just <laughs> messaged us. I had a little burp then. Mm-hmm. Uh, mate of mine was shown to put the rear axle seal against the bearing and then tap the retainer ring so it's much better seal of the rear bearing. Okay. He, he was shown by an old school mechanic. He has checked it after a Fraser trip and several local trips. Bearings still look brand new. Sikaflex around your dust caps also works well. And he said oh, uh, they're okay. out uh, they're out chasing a feed on the Gold Coast at the moment. So good luck, boys, down there. Sikaflex around the caps. Yeah. What a good idea. Yeah. Just break the seal when you're ready? I don't know. <laughs> Scotty's story, not mine. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. Hey, all right. So let me have a look in this Ironman bag. We have a GNT Fishing School Charters brag, Matt. Yeah, it's one a of really 90s. good one, that one. Yeah. It's a bloody great one. We have a keyring, a Border Watch keyring. Uh, from the boys from Hook the Parrel, we're giving away uh, one of their vibes. One of their vibes. They are brilliant, aren't they? Good hooks uh, on them. Yeah, really, Beautiful really good vibe. VMCs on there. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to uh, really work them rod tips no. hard to get the action out of them, so they're doing exactly no. what you want. Even that bigger size there does, doesn't just drop dead. You want your vibes to drop like kind of like a leaf falling yeah, from the tree. Yeah, just fall down. So. So, uh, we've got a bottle opener, uh, a show sponsor, Kai Signs Deckel. Thank you very much to Lenny and Kai. And then a Lucinda Fishing Lodge fishing, fishing shirt. shirt. Good prize bag there, Marty. Yeah, a 4XL. That's for the big fellas out big there. Big fellas, so we're hoping... Burjo. Yeah. Oh, 
Did you just say Reese Burgess? No, I said Burjo. There's many a Burjos in town. You referred to Reese Burgess. So he's referring that you've uh, would suit that shirt, Reese. I don't agree with it. Reese's li- very disappointed. Reese's living in a good paddock at the moment. Don't you worry about that. Moo. Very happy man. Moo. Right, oh Marty. He's in love. We're giving some stuff away. Righty, old Joel. Excuse me. What are we giving away first? Oh, you've been very unprofessional. Coughing and Look at farting that. and burping and... Whoops. Oh, you just dropped your balls. Only one... How old are you now? Can't tell you that. <laughs> I feel like I'm 21. Again. What are you giving away? The, the Iron, Iron Man, Man bag for right. the third time. Listen. Oh, I'm sorry. You need to I listen. Number three. Number three? Number three. An is, early candidate. His early one is Artie. Jump on the th- phone, Artie, you've won your th- Jump. It's been a long morning. <laughs> Jump on the phones, Artie, you've won yourself the Iron Man bag, courtesy of the guys from Iron Man. There's hooked apparel gear in there. There's Lucinda Fishing Lodge. There's a key ring, a bottle opener from Shimano in there. Um, what else do I put in there? There's a G&T Fishing School measuring yes. tape. Uh, oh, there we go. Artie's calling on the phone now. Get him. Good morning, Fishing Show. How you going, guys? Oh, good, Artie. How are you this morning, mate? Yeah, going not bad. Working. Working. Beautiful. Where are you working, mate? At at his joint. Artie's joint. joint. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Tracks, Quality you know. steel. Go. What is it? Quality fabrication. That's and it. Oh, beautiful. Good yeah. on you. Plenty of work for you at the moment, or are you a bit quiet? No, full on. All right. Excellent. That's mate. why he's there today, mate. Yes. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Artie. Yeah, and it's 30 knots. Hey, mate, I'll drop that off at uh, Tackle World for you. And then uh, when you're floating by during the week or whatever, she'll be there. Yeah, I'm going in there this morning. I've got some Yeti gear to pick up. All right, mate. I won't get there till um, 11. Yeah, half past 10 ish. Yeah, that's no problem. Good on you, Art. Cheers. See Bye, mate. Bye. There we go. Takes you about half an hour to get down the uh, st- the studio stairs these days, guys. I haven't had my hip done like the station manager. Let's give the seafood voucher <laughs> away. Good morning, David. Seafood voucher courtesy of I Cleveland, don't think that was called for. Cleveland Bay Seafood. Let me spin me barrel of joy. There we go. Number 85. 85, 85 is James. Jump on the phone, James. You've won yourself, oh, excuse me, you've won yourself a $50 seafood voucher courtesy of Gordon and the gang. Did you slip yourself a Mickey when you went? Oh, how am I going here? I'm running out of I'm running out of wind. You know what it is? Because you've taken the piss out of me for the last hour, and now you're absolutely crumbling. No need. You're making a fool of yourself. No need to swear, mate. Jose has mentioned on the phone that you've hardly sworn today. Sorry, but he's just let that down. Well, no, I meant that. You've let yourself down, Marty. 85, James. You've won yourself a $50 seafood voucher. Jump on the phones and pick. Do you know what you just did? You spat out a complete sentence correctly. Well done, you, Gazza. <laughs> Here's James. <laughs> Good morning, fishing show. Morning, Marty. It's James. How you doing, mate? Oh, I'm having a champion day, James. How are you going, buddy? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, your day got even better. You're going to head home this afternoon and grab yourself a couple of kilos of prawns. Yeah, mate. Looking forward to it. Good on you, mate. What's the rest of the plan for the weekend? What are you doing for the longie? Oh, not, oh, not a lot. A bit of a party tomorrow for the grand final and then... Of course. 
might go fishing Monday night, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That wind's apparently dropping off a little bit maybe towards the end of the, the week. Yeah. Oh, the long weekend anyway. So hopefully you'll be able to get out, go get a few fish, mate. Yeah, mate. Good on you. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it. All right, see you guys. See you, James. Bye, mate. Good on you, mate. There we go. There we go, indeed. $30. Thank you, Mal, Crate Man. $30 tavern meat vouch courtesy of Mal, the Crate Man, and Tavern Meats. Let's spin this barrel. Hey, Francesca, I just got your message. We'll definitely give you a call next Saturday. 100%. I think because every three weeks, so yeah, friends do then. So no, I good. said let's ring Francesca. You said no. <laughs> don't, don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> Righto, we have uh, number 10. Number 10. Number 10, number 10 for the $30 is Nick. Jump on the phones, Nick. You've won yourself a $30 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man and the gang at Tavern Meats. Number 10, Nick. So, oh, didn't we have a chat with a good chat with Nick? I don't know. We'll soon find out when he gets back on. Uh, number 10, Nick. Jump on the phones. You've won yourself a $30 Tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man. And while we can, we'll take the opportunity. Thank you, all of our sponsors. Brilliant. We're so well looked after, especially when times are a little bit tough. Hey, guys. Yeah, everyone's so good. And, and just even the little guys like um, the Hooked Apparel, Crabber, yeah. BCT, um, Big Dog Fabrications, Benny over there. And then the big and guys. Sticks and Wood. And just they're, they're just the little fellas you can jump online and look at their stuff. And then we're very lucky with some of the big players in, in the industry. So, yeah. So, no, we appreciate everybody that does everything and for us. And just a reminder, we will be a redrawing. There's your hint. Normally it works every time, guys. We'll see how it Number goes Number 10, this time. Nick. Quickly, jump on the phones, Nick. You've won yourself $30 tavern meat voucher. You so know what's your what? plan for the week? Oh, no, I'm just chilling, mate. I just chilling? Take Lila and Alfie to um, Maggie Island. Feel like Sand and some Alcatraz? Pardon? Feel like Sand and some frames? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to um, go to the island with the grandkids on Monday, probably. Yeah, see how why we go. not? Take Good morning, fishing show. Hey, Nick speaking. Hey, Nick, congratulations. You've won the $30 tavern meats voucher, which helps with the groceries this week, my friend. That'll be fantastic, mate. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys. No, our pleasure. No, thank you for listening. Good on you, mate. And we hope you have a wonderful long weekend. Who are you barracking for this weekend, buddy? Oh, it has to be the um, the Queensland sides, eh? Yeah, you good lad. Stick with the with the Queensland, so hey, hopefully we get it done. Yeah, a few well, drinkies tomorrow night, Gary. I'm talking. You wait. I'm just telling Nick <laughs> where he can pick his prize up from. Righto, go on. From right, Tackle right, World on Ingham Road, Nick, when you're ready. Okay, no worries at all, mate. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much. Have a great one, bud. Talk to you next Saturday. All right. See you. Tight lines, mate. See you. Thank you too, Nick. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. There we go. Yeah, very enjoyable, mate. Happy birthday for Monday for Jack. I've already said it, but turning the big 17. Jack? Jack, yeah. I remember when I turned 17. Weren't they the good old days? I just, when I turned 18, the legal age from drinking, I just cannot remember them. Yep. From there on. So cherish this one, Jack. It'll be the last one you remember. See, the only thing I was doing when I was 17, Jack. And, but anyway, very, very good indeed. <laughs> we got one in. <laughs> That's it, Marty. All, All right, done and dusted. To, like we said to our sponsors, thank you so much. To our awesome audience, Gaz and I truly appreciate that you join us every Saturday morning. We had our 50,000 downloads hit uh, 50, this week. 000. Something that we're pretty proud of, Gaz. Well done to you. 
Um, well done, me. It's been a, you're and, not going to give it back. May I say, um, with our our podcast downloads. It, Awesome that we have listeners from. We've got Glenn over in Broome and all his mates. We've yeah. got the gang at um, East Kimberley Charters. We've got people in in South Australia, Northern Territory, um, overseas. Everyone only yeah. listens overseas. All the Nigerian countries are trying do. to scam the show. Thank they you. They do, mate. Um, and everyone who tunes in and listens um, to our podcast or our live show, we appreciate it. Is all tuning in. Yep. And as we always say, please drive safe. On they only that tune in once, but it's still pretty good. Sorry. Do you want to end the show on that note, or do you no, want to have go a positive? for it? You talk it up, mate. No, you do, you talk no, it up. No. I'm going to fade you out. Thanks, everyone. Have an awesome weekend. It's